sit back, relax, and have a smoke. It's episode four of All My Skate Videos for season three. We're going to start things off a little bit different today. Of course, we're here to talk about the PJ Wonderful Horrible Life video uh, based out of the Boston area, the Coliseum Skate Shop. But before we do that, we have a special guest, Brian. Brian. Brian's our special co-host. Brian, who's our guest today? Tom Tweak in the house. Tom Tweak is here. Tom, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Yeah. It is I, Tom Tweak. It is you. Um, mm -hmm. How? Where might have people heard of you? How, why is that name so familiar to uh, those that like the PJ video? Could could potentially be familiar to some people. You know, uh, I am affiliated with Fancy Lad Skateboards. Um, do the Fancy Lad Skateboards podcast. You know, I've been around Fancy Lad the whole time. Uh, but I was also I used to work at Coliseum, so. I was around for a lot of that stuff. I didn't make the video or anything. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> so we'll chat with you and then we'll talk about the video. Um, Tom, you mentioned you worked at the Coliseum Skateboard Shop, mm -hmm. which was in Boston. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, when did you work for Coliseum? From what year to what year? Um, let's see. I think I started working at Coliseum in 2004. Um, so, and Coliseum, there were actually, there were two locations. The first location was in Melrose, Mass, which is just outside of Boston. Uh, and then there was a Boston location right near Copley. Um, but yeah, I worked at the Melrose location. Um, and that was, yeah, in 2004, like, I mean, when the PJ video came out, I was just a little kid at the shop you know one mm -hmm. of the kids i was just every day there watching skate videos on the couch and even when i was working there i was still a little kid sitting on the couch watching skate videos every day so okay and eventually you grew up you became a bigger person on the couch i became a, a larger kid sitting on a couch watching skate videos yeah for sure definitely got a little bit larger i didn't grow too much and you know i had a growth spurt when i was in like maybe seventh grade but once I hit five, eight, I was like, nah, I'm good. Too tall. You know, some people are that that's too tall. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, did you have to interview for your job at the Coliseum? I asked this because I remember when I interviewed to work at the skate shop and uh, what was that interview like if you had an interview or did they just recruit you from the couch one day and say, get started, soldier, you're in the war. I mean, you know, it was, as I said, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, been hanging out there for years and it's just like already you know myself and my two uh fellow tweak brothers john tweak and sean tweak we were just there all the time and you know always going out and skating with the like the crew and stuff so when uh me and mark fallon not sure if you remember him from the boston massacre video he shares a part with pj but uh when he he's left to go to college uh and that's when there was like a spot opened up to work there. And, you know, I took his place. Not that anyone could ever fill Mark Fallon's shoes because he does wear a size 13. I'm only nine and a half. But again, I'm 5'8", so that is completely reasonable. And I look completely proportional. Yeah. I'm Does that answer that? that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. So it was kind of a few years long interview of just observing, being like, oh, that guy on the couch yeah, watches well, I mean, some good videos. I mean, you know, a lot of, I mean, or at least 
actually, I guess I can't say a lot of skate shops because I just had the Coliseum. So that's my only experience. But like, like the only way you're going to get a job there is like if you're one of the people that are hanging out there that are already there all the time. And I feel like that is how it is at a lot of skate shops, a lot of, you know, comic shops, record stores, places where it's something that people are really passionate about. It's like, yeah, we could give it to this random kid that may be qualified that just came in and dropped off an application, but also like, here's this person that's been here for like, like every day anyways, for like three years, you know, um, that is interested. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's kind of, I feel like how anyone would get again, as, as I don't really know, cause I only worked there, but that's how I feel like anyone would get a job at most skate shops. What, what was that? Was that what it was like for you or? So I was lucky enough to get brought in as Nocturnal was moving to a newer location with newer owners. And mm-hmm. the one guy, Luke, that was going in to manage it, I knew from where we grew up. And so it was kind of the first week and I just popped in and said, if you guys ever need a fifth person, let me know more than interested. Yeah. You know, I've sat on a couch. I've watched a skate video. I can put together a hardware bolt or two. Um, right this sounds like something I'd be into. And then a few weeks happened and I interviewed on 420, 2013. And Dude, hell yeah. Yeah. Memorable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To go off of your point, maybe bars, that's not the kind of job where you could hang around and then get employed. <laughs> that That is very true. Yeah. Bar might not be one, unless you're just hanging around, just like talking about how much you, love the art of pouring the beer you know <laughs> which i have not encountered but that presumably there is someone out there like that the, the enthusiasm is just pouring out of you yeah exactly they just they're frothing at the head yeah um but yeah so i mean yeah i think i mean i was just lucky enough to live like right down the street from the coliseum you know like i lived it was like a five minute skate from my house to the coliseum um so is that the one that had kind of checkerboard flooring or is that the Boston yeah, no, location? No, the, uh, that was the Melrose location. Okay. Melrose. Yeah. Got it. yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I've heard about a candy store that was located at one of those spots. Did you frequent that? If so, if that was near the Melrose location, that was candy castle. That was, yeah, that was right next to the Melrose location. Not shit, not the store directly next to it. Cause that was a place called Ernie's lunch, which is still there. If you're ever in Melrose uh, mass, check it out. It's a fantastic little family run and owned diner. Uh, and they're just, they're really great people. It's great food. Uh, but right next to that was candy castle, which was just a penny candy store. Uh, and that was the fucking best. That place isn't there anymore. But I mean, imagine like, God, we had and we had a pizza place right down the street. Mother's Pizza. Oh, my goodness. We just had everything you needed as like a, a child, like skateboarder. It's like, cool. I'm at the skate shop where there's every skate video you'd want to watch. You can just watch. And we got pizza. We got candy. You know, Damn. That's a cavity and physically harming central. You got skateboards, candy, and pizza. Who needs anything else? Um, right, exactly. The, yeah, the mother's pizza. Is that where in the video somebody gets pushed from Southie? No, <laughs> like that, the register breaks. <laughs> no, that's actually yeah, that's actually Wakefield House of Pizza. Wakefield is one town over from Melrose, but I was I was 
just watching that with uh my uh with john tweak and um like i could never go into that place ever again without thinking of that and like also getting like a little embarrassed like i was gonna get in trouble for it like even though like you know it happened like at this point like fucking 20 two, almost two 20 years ago, ago. Shit, yeah. yeah um and i had nothing to do with it in the first place but yeah that that is ridiculous that healthy pushing fisk into the register and what was I, that over like, uh that was over nothing that's just selfie selfie just bullies people and just like i mean not anymore and like it was always in like uh you know joking like romance yeah you know he just like likes to bully people you know he bullied the shit out of all of us all the time but uh still love him you know yeah he's a nice guy uh that actually brings up the next part i noticed in the video of course the pj lad wonderful horrible life video there are lots of nicknames we get happy we got southie mm-hmm. um tom did you happen to have a nickname well i mean tom tweak is my nickname because that that is not my name tweak's not your last name really tweak is not my last name oh, no wow. okay Go so on. yeah so uh as i said i had two brothers john tweak and sean tweak also not my real brothers um but we used to go to the coliseum like every day as i said and we would always be there the three of us um and we were all obsessed with flip at that time which i mean this is this is pretty sorry you know like why like of course you're obsessed with flip you're like a you know 13 year old kid at that point in time why wouldn't you be um and there was uh there's a tom penny flipboard called tweet tweak brothers have you seen that are you familiar with that graphic uh give me a quick google and i could you can google it it's it's based off of the old uh playboy uh comic freak brothers which actually i think there's like a tv show of now um on like hulu or some shit looks pretty bad it has like the dudes from workaholics um i've got a picture of the graphic in the the next room if you want to see it but uh, i'm pulling it up oh but anyways, I see it now yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. anyways wow essentially we're point. all obsessed with flip there was three of us all the time so they just start calling this tweak brothers and that's where that came from so damn so i do have a nickname it's just yeah, everyone assumes it's my real name do you want to disclose your real last name i mean i could i don't know if it would mean anything to anyone oh i don't know yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's calvert calvert yeah c-a-l-v as in victor e-r-t damn okay what about southie what's southie's real name can you disclose that it's uh it i'll tell you his first name is steven you know that (laughs) no yeah it's steven with a v oh yeah not i don't think he's a ph guy i think he's a v damn yeah i like that yeah what about happy Happy, that's that's Dave Armsden, one of the like I think anyone that has skated with him would agree that he is one of the most pleasant people to watch skating. And like yeah. like Brian. just one of those people that is just so fucking good, you know, just like and just ha- it just always smiling and happy and just like everything just seems like uh very carefree and like, oh, I can't believe that happened, you know. I like that. It's like, of course it happened. I mean, it always happens. Brian, your mouth went ajar. Do you know who that is? No, no. I just hadn't put two and two together while watching the video. Okay. So, you know. All right. Interesting. 
No, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, I know that you were brought into the Coliseum. Is this after Matt and Artie sold it? Matt and Artie being the original owners? No, this is this is while Matt and Artie were still there. Okay, got it. It was some, it was I sold it was when I for some reason. No, it was sold when I was leaving for uh, like when I was going to college. Okay. So I was already not going to be working there except for, you know, occasional days when I was back over vacation or whatever, you know. Um, but that's yeah, I think that was 2006 that it was sold to um, Jane Josh, which were two dudes from New Hampshire, the J brothers. The J brothers. Yeah. Also not actual brothers. Oh, is that um, another flip deck story yeah. that started at Coliseum? Yeah. You know, the Cheech and Chong board. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those were two dudes from uh, actually from the same, pl- same area that they was from. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. That was, so yeah, I worked there before then, but you know, okay. I was always hanging out after that as well, just because, you know, that was, that was my place. It was my shop. Yeah, your spot. Right. Um, so let me ask, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. Were any of the writers in the video very hands-on with the editing? Or I feel as if the music was kind of given to who was editing it. I feel as if there's a common British um, movement in the video. But were any of the writers very hands-on and really controlling how the footage came out or um, was put together? Um, I, I mean, you're, I think you're, you're going in the right direction. There's definitely an intentional common theme. Um, and I will say that they showed people their songs and their parts to see if they, uh, were into the music, but it wasn't like a pick your own song. You know, it was like, here are some options. Here's what we're feeling. Uh, for the most part, I don't think anyone, like when we talked to Glant about it, like he was just like, you know, as soon as he saw the part, he was like, oh, this is great. You know what? Like, you know, the original one with uh, the doors. Um, I think he liked the one with the cult as well, but yeah. which is because it's fucking great. Um, but they were definitely going for a common theme. I do remember Ar- like um, Artie uh, telling me like, you know, when I was editing the first tweak video, like uh, he was like, never. He's like, He's like, never let skaters pick their own music. And I was like, well, that seems a little harsh. I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, you should always at least give them like some sort of like, hey, I have some ideas, you know, what's your idea? Yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah, they definitely had a yeah, they had a theme in mind, which is like Britpop for the most part. Um, and I think that worked out really well. You know, and I think it influenced a lot of uh, soundtracks and a lot of skate videos for quite some time and definitely just yeah. people's mu- like musical taste in in general i mean it's certainly it introduced me to like some of my favorite music so like pulp in particular for me oh yeah absolutely yeah. yeah pulp yeah At, like that was definitely the first time i'd heard pulp but that like also like got me into blur you know like the, like the just that whole and again that's like i'm like i assume that's like ever like more of a cultural thing like everyone kind of felt that but then i'm like i was also like in like the center of it so it's like maybe i'm just like the most influenced influenced person because i was like completely in the middle of it like completely surrounded by it. you know what i mean right 
So, so let me ask, uh, there's obviously a difference between the Boston massacre video that came out after wonderful, mm-hmm. horrible life. Was there a theme that was going on there? Um, was there a different approach that everybody was taking on? Uh, we kind of lose some of the characters from the PJ video. I think Alexis doesn't have a part and right. Jeremy's barely in there um, to Brian's dismay. Uh, I actually have a Jeremy Rogers story I heard of recently, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but tell us a little bit about Boston Massacre. If you were around for when that was coming out, what was that like? Was there a mission? Was there a I mean, direction? There was, yeah, anything. Yeah, there was definitely a mission. Everyone, we were just all like, oh, we're going to make, you know, I'm going to make the best video of all time again, you know, or we're just going to do it again. Um, yeah obviously like you can tell like a lot of like the pj footage is not like new you know necessarily or you know there's not like a lot of those like see the thing is is like we're going to do the pj video again but the problem is the pj video did so well like half of those dudes are all gone because it propelled their careers you know what i mean and that's not and that's not a bad thing you know what i mean like, unfortunately, you do you do need to be like, oh, we still have, you know, we still have PJ or Gallant, you know, to, yeah, you know, um, which, you know, it's like you still ha- like feel like you should have that, like, so people like retain interest. But I don't know. I think Boston Massacre is like, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think that video is fucking sick because it is so it is so out of left field as far as like skate videos go, like in every way, like, especially like the editing style and they're, they do have a, they do have a theme in mind where like the theme is everyone, like every one of the riders has their own like whole video. They have a part and then they have an after credits part and then they have, you know, and they have like their little credits reel and then it goes to the next person. So that's like, everyone gets their own little like, video in that way does that, does that make sense i think so i haven't thought of it like that but that's an interesting approach yeah uh, i like that brian how do you feel about boston massacre is that video on your radar at all yeah caught it a couple times only digitally never had a, a physical copy i i don't know if they came to my small suburb skate shop outside of chicago but yeah, it was it was one of those that I was excited about when it came out. Um, being like younger high school age at the time, skating all the time, and having seen the the impact that PJ Land's Wonderful Horrible Life had mm-hmm. for someone in like the middle of the country to know about a skate shop in Boston was huge so to have another video coming out from that same shop i i don't think there's any other any other shop i would have cared about putting out a video at that time yeah it's hard to think of other shop videos that can come close to this yeah yeah and and you know i feel like the thing about that video you know i feel people obviously didn't uh take the world like uh the pj video did but like the people who have parts in that video the parts are fucking great like fisk's part i mean i like that song that suede song sick that that suede song is sick suede is sick that's why 
Um, but uh, Selfie, Selfie's part is great. Yeah, Ve. more pulp continuation. Vey's part's more also. pulp. Yeah, more more pulp. Um, yeah, yeah. interesting to have song. have have pulp at the last part of both again. Of those yeah, videos. right. What a form- um, what a formulaic thought just to have pulp in the last song. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was exactly. I don't know how that was planned out, but, um, but yeah, you know, uh, I think they they made some good shit with that, you know, and I think I think if people checked out Boston Massacre now, they might appreciate it even more so than when it came out because it was very like, you know, it was especially when you're looking at Fisk skating, he's getting into like, you know, his, his avant nar territory, you know? Yeah. Southie goes hard at the end of Boston Massacre, especially with the song too. It works really well. Switch B heel down that one block is great. Oh yeah. I like that. Why do you think Southie's so angry? I'd listen to, uh, I think your interview with Bill Conway mm-hmm. of uh, the other skate podcast. Shout out Burt Button. And uh, <laughs> I think he said something about how he doesn't like bullies. And then he mentioned Southie and maybe Jeremy Rogers also. Like, why do you think there's so much anger or bullying? Maybe just bromance. I don't know. Where do you think that's coming from for him? It shows a lot in the videos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely does. And that wasn't really an exaggeration of Southie, you know? I mean... Uh, again, Selfie is awesome, and he's definitely like you know. I still I still see him occasionally now. You know, he still skates. He's definitely not like beating the shit out of everyone every time he sees him. You know, he's like raising two kids and like just like living his life and being you know. And that that was just like I don't, I don't know. I just assume people that do that must have had older people fucking punching them in the arms all the time and giving them nogies. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it happens because I'd never do that to anyone because, you know, Selfie was already doing it. Yeah. Brian, let me ask you. You seem to put the capital B in bully. Um, <laughs> why do you think people bully? The, the most common one, I think, is uh, projecting their insecurities physically on other people. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, but I, I just I decided not to. I was like, you know, Brian might want to say that instead. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I got you. I got you. Maybe they're shying away from something that's going yeah. on and trying to make it all about someone else. Now they're, uh, I don't know. The, yeah, the lining on their boxers just got ripped off. Probably. I don't know. I, I gotta say, yeah, Selfie definitely gave us wedgies. He definitely <laughs> punched me. He definitely burned me with a Zippo lighter. But I gotta tell you, when I was like 13, when like me and John Sean were like around 13, uh, we were filming the second tweak video. Like that summer, Selfie brought us skating like fucking everywhere. We'd, he'd like meet us at the shop and like just drive us so many places we hadn't been before. And like, it was so fucking cool just to be like, holy shit, like selfie. It was just like the three of us and like selfie just like bringing us to spots. And like occasionally we would like film them for our video or whatever, you know? Um, So like it was kind of like one of those. It was always like one of those. If he was beating you up, it was because it was like an older brother type thing. You know, it was it was I never really saw him beat anyone up. That was just. 
I mean, with the exception of one person, uh, that was just like because they were, you know, because he was trying to bully him. It was always just like you see him beating up Fisk. It's like, dude, you fucking you hang out with Fisk and try not to punch him. I can't say I have, but I'll take yeah. your word for it. Being in that uh, right place, right time for this time. Yeah. Also going off of Southie, it feels as if we have a lot of Southie questions just because after Boston Massacre, I'm not sure yeah. where, where he went. But um, I watched a YouTube video, ever heard of it, but uh, there was a Coliseum type of documentary and they talk about how nice Southie's grandma is. And, mm-hmm. and so my question to you is, how does everybody seem to know about Southie's grandmother and how nice she is? Because we met Southie's grandmother. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I honestly, dude, it's one of those things. It's like, like, do you remember the making of the PJ video, like the extra on the DVD? Did you you guys remember watching that? Did you ever watch that? There's like on the the DVD release of the PJ video, there's a making of. And like one of the guys in it is Cowboy Johnny. That's just Johnny. That's just Artie's cousin, you know? (laughs) So like, <laughs> dude, rule. so like, yeah, he does rule. He's a fucking awesome dude. And like, we would just like occasionally, you know, be like, oh, we're going to Artie's parents house where, you know, Johnny lives and like, you know, he would be there. So like a lot of those people are just like, you know, especially around, you know, you end up going to people's places. It's like, oh, we're here. Like my parents live near here. You all want to go over there and like like you know 12 sweaty dudes will meet like my aunt or like my parents or my grandma or whatever yeah i just feel as if i don't know any uh anybody's grandmothers maybe it's just the age that we're in i don't think i hang out with friends well, too I, much. listen i don't think i know anyone's grandmas at this point yeah <laughs> yeah besides, besides my niece's grandma because that those happens to be my parents <laughs> I think we've may have aged out of knowing grandmas. Yeah, other grandparents. Yeah, They're getting older. <laughs> Shout out to my bocce. She's uh, ninety-seven. Oh hell yeah! I think she's about to get put into a home. Uh, maybe, maybe might have already happened. But if she's listening to this, I love you, bocce. Bocce's she a big Polish. she a big fan of uh, the PJ video. Huge, yeah. She was. I mean, originally asked this question about Southie's grandmother and asked Mm -hmm. just how nice she was and if she knew of a place (laughs) where she could uh, go live. Yeah, I mean, if if she wants to move to actual to South Boston, then I'm sure they could hook her up with something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll exchange handles uh, after the chat today. I think it's just at Southie's grandma. Underscores, no underscores, no underscores. Nope. Okay. And when they say Southie's grandma with the number of like 13, it's not 2013, it's 1913, right? There are going to be a lot of fake accounts out there because this is a hot, this is a hot deal that you're going to be getting. So hot you're going to want to make sure you get the actual one. Acting out. Mm-hmm. Um, a few more questions about the PJ video. It, Brian, I don't know if you picked up on this, but, uh, did you notice any alcohol or drug use in the video? Uh, some small bottles. Smallies, airplane bottles. Are you a fan? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I hadn't looked for it, but yeah, now that you're pointing out, that is interesting. Yeah. So I feel as if I read it somewhere that there wasn't much alcohol or drug use from the skaters going on during this time period, and maybe that's why the video is held in such a high regard i know for me i look at it as those 
years of skating before that all came into play and kind of made skating more difficult for some of my friends. Yeah. But, um, at some point it might've kicked in. So did any of that usage kick in after the PJ video? I mean, as I'm drinking a beer here, I'm going to say no, definitely not. But no, I will, I will say like, uh, like that whole, the whole like, like beer drinking being associated with like skating. I remember that image like kind of starting. That was like, you know, very like Baker, uh, maybe even, I don't know, Baker three definitely was hitting it hard. Um, but there was never, there, there was never any of that at, the coliseum like it's like especially as like you know being there like a kid there like you know they were people who were never like drinking beers in there or talking about like how cool weed was or you know it was always just people just talking about skating you know south like you know southie didn't drink like i don't think anyone everyone was just more focused on like the skating especially in the pj time but like that like at that point like the drinking and the drug use aspect of like skate culture was not really part of of coliseum at yeah. all um and i don't Especially, think it really ever was because flip sorry was kind of the video when this was being made like that was around in that era right, right? Yeah, yeah and that's before baker okay i keep forgetting that this came out pretty early on and if you're curious yeah. what year it was 2002 Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I like we were like, I remember when, you know, but yeah, when, you know, videos start coming out and they showing everyone drinking or like all the brands start putting out like fake Budweiser, fake PBR shirts, all this stuff. And it's like, why, like, why are you pushing, like, why, I don't, I don't understand why you're pushing that, you know? And again, like, coming from some, we have like a beer sponsor for the podcast, but that's a little bit different, you know? Um, but it's, it, it it was never really a, a a thing there at all i mean the dudes that own the place were not like you know i think everyone would drink like beers occasionally but those dudes they were not getting in a van to go like spend their time in atlanta like hung over on shitty vodka they were like trying to film a video you know yeah i like that that's kind of a sweet moment i think in skate careers of people when they start early and that stuff gets thrown into the mix i kind of yeah I, I like the video even more knowing that they were more dedicated yeah and i mean skating. something I've, i feel like a, a lot of people don't know is like got to give a huge uh, yell exit here to uh dave corden who filmed the video um yeah what do you think about dave corden I think he's one of the greatest filmers of our time. Um, <laughs> was myself. The impression. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's my, uh, he's my old roommate. He actually, he just moved out of here a few months ago. Um, he's a great guy, but uh, that video would not really have happened if he isn't as, I don't know how to put it, but he's the kind of person where you're like, Hey, maybe I should do this. He's like, Oh, let's do, you want to do it? Let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. And essentially he did that with PJ for like eight months straight where he just stayed with PJ all the time. So whenever PJ was like, I want to go film this, Dave was there and was able to go film it. Cause you'll notice there's a lot of like night clips and stuff. Like PJ wasn't always like, you know, and a lot of that's filmed without other people there. Um, 
So Dave essentially just like devoted all his time to being with PJ for like several months in order to film that. So if he wasn't doing that, we may not have ever got that part, you know? Yeah. Dave Ribs too. If I, if I'm rethinking my Boston massacre, uh, clips correctly. Oh, Dave's Dave's good. Yeah. Uh, Dave's, uh, Dave's got some tricks. Backsmith that hubba kick both five that hubba real quick. I like that. Um, Brian, do you have any questions for Tom? The one question I had is more maybe a matter of opinion, hmm. but the the sticker that got onto the the cover of the video is that the best inside joke in all of skateboarding? It it could be one of them. I mean, the problem is. If there are other inside jokes, we just might not know about them. Fair. It's <laughs> fair. Um, Tom, I'm sure you have a bunch of skate shop stories of working at Coliseum. It could be a story about somebody that's in the video, maybe a pro that visited, a team that visited. Can you hit us with some type of skate shop related story that comes to mind when you think of your years at the Coliseum? Um, I mean, I feel like the, I mean, there are too many stories, honestly, like for the first King of the road, we had the Volcom team come there. So we all stayed there all night they showed up like two in the morning. That was awesome. Uh, I will say one thing that I remember is finding out that Jeremy uh, had left Coliseum. I forget if he, maybe he was riding for, was it maybe active or something? I don't know. It was something like that. He, he left the Coliseum skate shop, saw an ad in a magazine for another skate shop for Jeremy. and was like, oh, OK, so Jeremy's not on the team anymore. And that was the word around town. OK. Yeah. And then the next day, uh, this family comes in, like mom, dad, like two little kids ends up. It's it's Jeremy's family. And they're just like here to buy some stuff. So I had to call Roman and be like, yo, like, Jeremy's whole family just showed up and they're going to like buy a bunch of shit. And like, do I still give them the discount? Like, and he was like, ah, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, yeah. Just give them the discount. I was like, fuck dude. And they bought a lot of shit. Like they knew what they were doing. Damn. Buying it for siblings for themselves. Hopefully for themselves. I mean, if they're buying like gear for the kids to go skate, then fuck. Yeah, I did go for it. Yeah. You know? What was a discount at Coliseum? Like, do you remember? Yeah, it was cost. At cost, really? Wow. It was cost. Yeah, cost for everything. Damn. Yeah, and That's we had a, a we had a we had a book that you just said if you didn't have money, you just write your name down in the book, and you could pay back later. You know, if yeah, you're good, if you if you're a good homie, you know. Yeah. Good not homies. some like not some random person, but. And there's such you know. a trust in that IOU book. It's kind of a forgotten thing because now there's Venmo and Apple Pay and other ways to. There are other money. ways. I mean, this is even. You know, like, you know, before we had like solid, you know, credit card machine there at some point, you know, at one point it was just like cash. And then we got a machine that worked occasionally. And uh, yeah, I mean, especially like at that point, you know, you know, fucking, you know, everyone in the skate community or one, some one time a kid came and stole a whole complete like, you know, set up a complete and he's like, oh, can I go skate out front, like wait for my mom. It's like, 
yeah, sure. Go for it. Like, it's cool. Like, you know, it's just like trusting. And the kid leaves and like, you know, it's like, all right, well, let's go to the Stoneham Park, which is the closest park. So we go there the next day. Lo and behold, the kid's there. Just going to be like, all right, dude, come on. Go and drive into your parents' house. Drive the kid to his parents' house. Tell him like, he's still bored. He's still complete from the shop. He's like, I don't have it. Like, because he was skating a different board when we found him. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, just like told his dad, just like, dude, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, we're not going to like fucking press charges or anything it's just like you know it's a small business he's just like stealing shit from us it's not cool um his dad called me like an hour later he's like oh yeah we found it in his you know bureau or whatever but it was just shit like that you know it's like the community is so small it's like people are gonna steal like that happened i remember there are a few different times that people stole shit and like we eventually just like went to their house and we're like yo like told their mom essentially like yo your son stole this shit you know no so, yeah not brandon <laughs> did any of them claim forgetfulness and then just willingly pay i mean yeah they all tried that's to, happened like, i've seen that happen to me like yo like what's yeah, up right I've, for- I've forgotten too it happens you know if you have your new um enjoy board with glow in the dark grind kings but uh and wheels that are cord but hey i like to see where i'm grinding thank you i need them to glow <laughs> in the dark i might have a pj mission coming up so i need to know where i'm grinding yeah absolutely with dave corden yeah <laughs> he won't use a camera light he only uses uh glow in the dark trucks because <laughs> our co-host ian wasn't able to make it but he had a question which is as follows so this is for Ian. Ian asked for an update on baby schizo. We I've seen him uh, some like two years ago. I remember he texted big like uh, I forget when it was. Did we like who is we gave someone a pro board? I forget whoever the last person we gave a new pro board to was. And Schizo like texted Big and was like, yo, you're fucking up, like not giving me a pro board. Like we hear from him occasionally and it's just like he'll randomly be like, yo, why aren't you giving me shit? And it's like, dude, what the fuck? You exist still? Um, but does exist. Yeah, they, they do exist. Um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I remember one time he came into the shop and John Tweak put on his part from the PJ video with the, with the queen song uh, and put it on loop and like, you know, it played through and he's like, ah, oh, cool. Great. Yeah. You guys are watching my part, you know, cause he was like pretty embarrassed by that part. Cause it was like, they're having a laugh at him, even though he does sick shit in it, you know? Um, and he's, he is a pretty good skater and his part, his footage in, in uh, massacre is also pretty good. Um, but anyhow, and it just kept looping and like he it really was working like the looping was really driving him crazy. And he's like, yo, if someone doesn't turn this shit off soon, man, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> he was like really starting to get angry. Uh, it was good. It was a good little. Uh, we used to play a lot of pranks there. That was the fun thing. Used to tie up shoes on the <laughs> up again, like up on the like the sill above the door like put like a big fucking stupid DVS there and then tie the shoelace to the hinge and then tell Vey he had a phone call 
and then he'd open the door and the shoe would come and like either kick him in the nuts or the or the back of the head or something or whichever way he was walking. That's a classic one. I got fisk with that one recently. And uh <laughs> that one was good because I set it up to this is like a year ago, actually. I got fisk with this. I set up the shoe to get him in the nuts. And he got home and he noticed the room was booby trapped. He saw like the shoelace. So he kicked the door in, but he happened to be just far enough away that the shoe kicked him right in the face. <laughs> That's a good one that, you know, we used to use lots of good pranks like that, you know, sit on top of the bathroom and then you wait until someone comes out and you hit him in the face with the plunger, you know, just shit like that. Good old fun. It's almost CKY inspired with the plunger. Almost. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's just classic little kid. Like, you know, I mean, when you're somewhere like that and it's like essentially a fucking clubhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And say, of course, you're going to get into little antics like that. You know, move the couch as far away from the counter as you can see who can like jump the farthest onto it. You know, just wild shit. Shit that like moms would be walking by with their kid like, okay, I'll buy you a skateboard. And they look inside and they're like, never mind. Like there's like five, (laughs) five boys in there, like whipping pizza at each other. It's good. Any product get damaged in those pizza fights? Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. That's good. Absolutely not. We kept that in tip top shape. Nice. Um, Tom, thank you for this interview. We're about to chat about the video. Do you want to join us for that? Or do you have other cool stuff going on in your world? I mean, no, I don't really have any cool stuff going on, you know, just doing, you know, just do stuff with Fancy Lad. I mean, that's cool. You know, got the Fancy Lad podcast, which again is just there just to promote Fancy Lad itself, which again is cool. But yeah, I mean, I'll stay and chat about the video if you guys want, you know. Yeah, Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I, uh, I might grab another beer if that's cool. Yeah. I don't know what kind of beverage that is. Let me guess. Is it a clown shoes brand beer? Let's say it's a clown shoes brand beer. Let's just go with that. But it's okay. definitely, yeah, it's a clown shoes brand beer. And um, let's say it's, let's go with the Zen Garden IPA. That one sounds good for today, huh? Okay. Not the Mocha Sombrero. Maybe that's for earlier in the afternoon. I feel like that one might be discontinued, which is unfortunate. Oh, yeah, I know. I like that commercial, so I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Just well, let's take a uh, yeah. Let's take a quick break. Well, let's get some beverages, and we'll hear a word from our sponsors, and then chat about the PJ video. We would like to take this time to thank our wonderful sponsors, SpectrumSkateboardCo.com is where you could buy some goods from Spectrum Skateboard Company. They just dropped the Corey Robinson deck. You're going to love it. If you think that you have used a skateboard before, well, it's only when you use the Spectrum, uh, you might be able to ollie a bridge. Try for yourself at SpectrumSkateboardCo.com. We're also lucky enough to be sponsored by Plants on Fire, PlantsOnFire.co. None of that bullshit. It's just a good snack. You're going to love it using the code all my skate videos 15 for 15 off of your next order uh we're also lucky enough to be sponsored by the secret tape who cares about youtube i don't even know what youtube is i just buy physical copies of everything um i just pre-ordered the blu-ray edition 
of Slaughterhouse, and I got next day shipping for free. Where else can you have that happen? Hit them up at thesecrettape.com. Now back to the episode. So Tom, let me ask, you worked at Coliseum. You're joining us here to talk about the PJ video. Do you own a copy of the PJ video? Yeah, I got uh, several copies here. I got a few DVD copies, a few VHS copies. Yeah, I, I still live, I live with John Tweak, my, my brethren, uh, another third of the Tweak bros. I live with Mark Fallon. Uh, and up until a few months ago, as I said, Dave Corden lived here. So not only did we have several copies of the video, I actually had all of the tapes with all the raw footage, um, which actually went through all of that about a year and a half ago with Corden and recaptured a bunch of uh, Alexis footage um, to give to to Retta for what he said was going to be a Netflix uh, documentary. But I think ended up being that one on HBO because that was certainly the footage. Okay, damn. Uh, so let me ask, what would you pay if you didn't have any copies of the PJ video? Mm-hmm. You lived in, I don't know, Nebraska, mm-hmm. but you still had that love for your time at the Coliseum and also for mm-hmm. Boston and Melrose and uh, what, what is it, Candy Castle? Is that it? Oh, I love Candy Castle. Yeah, shout out Candy Castle. Um, how much would you pay for a copy of the DVD if you were without a copy? Okay, copy the DVD with all those uh, things that you just included in it. I mean, for me, if I didn't have a copy and I needed one, I would give everything I owned for it. However, as just putting that all aside and just as a skate video that it is, I think a DVD copy of that, if I didn't have one and it was in good condition, I would be happy paying $60 for it. Okay. Brian, what about you? Let's say that you live in Illinois and you Wait, he gets to-, to live in Illinois. You made me live in Nebraska. <laughs> hey, this Nick. doesn't seem fair. Hey, you keep the cost of, li- the cost of Alaska, living is man. different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's, um, you know what? Let's say that Brian, you're the first engineer out in space <laughs> and you need a copy shipped to you ASAP. Mm hmm. Because NASA needs to harvest culture and East Coast understanding out in space. Mm-hmm. We'll call it New Mars. That's where the East Coast is going to be located on Mars. Obviously. What would you pay for a copy of the PJ DVD? Oof. I mean, assuming shipping's not an issue, I, I, I think 60 might be a little rich for my blood. I, I think I'd be comfortable with $59.99. Oh, wow. Okay. So, Tom, you said 60 Brian, mm-hmm. you said $59.99. You can get a copy of the PJ Ladd Wonderful Horrible Life DVD for $59.99 on our official sponsor's website, thesecrettape.com. Uh, wherever you're at, whether it's Boston, Melrose, mm-hmm. Candy Castle, mm-hmm. uh, Somerville, Lincoln Park, windowsill well, ledges. Honestly, fifty nine ninety nine seems a little too cheap, and I I would like to question the legitimacy of that copy. Yeah. That seems like that that seems like some bootleg <laughs> stuff. If it's you know that extra penny, you really know it's quality. 
Well, there's over 10 seconds of Gon's footage on this copy of. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and Brian, listen, were you talking about the Gon sticker or the over one million copies sold? Because I think I think both of them ended up becoming true. I I don't know. I I was definitely referring to the one million copies because that was obviously that was uh, just a great marketing concept, you know, (laughs) just to throw that on before it even has gone on sale. Um, Yeah. A million seems small and at the same time is obviously a huge number. I wonder if it's made that, if it's sold that amount at this point in time. I mean, definitely in views. Definitely in views. Oh, easy. See, yeah, that's where it gets difficult. But I mean, it definitely makes it more appealing. PJ's parts posted through uh, some skateboard magazine website as a classic, and it has almost 600,000 views. Cook a classic. Worst intro with that font, that shimmer. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a nice VH, the VHS grain on it. Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Lincoln Uetta. I'm here to share my Thrasher classic, the... Pigwood Slaughterhouse video. Ragdoll is my favorite part in that. Um, All right, he wishes Ragdoll was his favorite part. Skates <laughs> to the AVE song. You're going to love it. It's sick. Check it out. Wow. Now, you you guys are, you, you, you're both East Coast boys, right? Yeah. Well, Brian. Oh. What do you claim? Depends what you define East Coast as. Is Chicago East Coast? Um, I'd say, I, I mean, I'd say it's far enough East Coast. You get to, snow. Okay, well, the, here's what I'm getting at is a lot of okay. people, including like Daddy Longlegs. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him from the Boston Massacre video and yeah. Fancy Lad videos. But like when he and his friends, when they first saw the PJ video, like they always thought that it was uh, a European video, that it was in England because of all like the, the brick and the cobblestone. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, nah, that's just like, obviously that's just like what it's like on the East Coast. I feel like Chicago, you're close enough to like understand what old architecture looks like. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've had this conversation that. plenty of times before. Yeah. But I've like, I've gotten that mul- like, yeah, multiple times where people are like, oh, I always thought that was in England. It's like, why? It's like, because it didn't have El Toro. <laughs> it could have. I mean, you have the grip tape cut out of the, uh, Oh yeah, the the, the the Union Jack grip tape, the grip cutout. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Brit pop. I don't know, but the video opens with some flames and white text. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this font is. I'm not a fontsman, but there's a lot of fire. Um, Brian, why do you think there was so much fire in this opening intro? Uh, they knew that they were about to burn the house down with this one. Yeah, they were maybe around a campfire when they did this camping out at the uh, Lincoln park slummerville. I feel Back like Link- slummerville. I, oh, okay. I feel like Lincoln park sounds like a Chicago thing to me. I don't, I don't know what you would call this. What would you call this uh, rotating? I don't know. It's almost like a, like bop it. Where the way that all of these screens are like rotating, what what was oh, it's rotating through like the film, like yeah. the own different parts. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that, but yeah, I think a rotating bop it like situation pretty much, you know, dip, like paints a picture for people. Selfie, Alexis, Alexis, 
Pass it. Pop it. And you actually get the film burning, which I guess makes a little bit more sense um, with how these were thrown at us with all the titles. You get uh, a little bit of skating, some bloopers, which is pretty cool. Brian, any notes from the intro? Uh, I, I said it felt like the quintessential homie video intro. It kept it short, sweet, no bullshit. Yeah, I see a little bit of the bullying maybe with Jeremy Rogers and also kind of some comedic falls from Gallant, which uh, I think could get pushed into the bullying category of the video. <laughs> these uh, green stickers that are, I think, are on Southie's board with these green trucks. That sticker's really something. Oh, the um, PJ sticker? Yeah, it says Coliseum Presents PJ, PJ Lads Wonderful, Wonderful Horrible Life. I think I still got some of those kicking around. Got a bunch of Coliseum stickers still. Wow. Um, That's sick. Got a, got a bunch of Coliseum stuff in our apartment because we took a bunch of it when they were closing. So still got some board racks and, you know, just a bunch of fucking random <laughs> like shit that no one else would care about. Globe sandal display. Now we got a pair of size two ES schemes. <laughs> so if anyone's got a baby. Is it two Y or just size two? Just size two. They're like baby schemes. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Who's on the tongue? I think that would be the deciding factor at this. Point. Oh, no, those are those are the, the contracts. Oh, right. right You're thinking right. of the contracts, the schemes, the schemes like kind of look like D3s. They're like some big, big bulky boys. Got it. Contracts kind of look like like fake ass uh, bowling shoes. Got it. It's kind of interesting that Southie has green trucks because I just put on a pair of hand-me-down red trucks that are hollow. Uh, and I rolled my ankle on them today. So no shout out to colored trucks. You think that has something to do with Southie's green trucks? Maybe. It went against the green. I feel like it does. Fire. He's still trying to bully people just through uh, truck truck color. Maybe. Yeah. What else is in this intro? We get more bales. What's PJ running away from at that spot? Tom, do you know? Which spot? I got, I'm not seeing the videos, so. I just figured you would know by now. Well, I just um, didn't know what spot you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I want to say it's aquarium, but it's not aquarium. It's like that stacked. Oh, when stacked he just spot. like starts running away. Yeah, he just drops. I think it's just running. I think he's just running from Corden. I think he, he starts just sticking it. Having a laugh. Yeah. Okay. That's a good meme right there, Brian, if you want to hit that. I, I had a few in mind, but I'll add it to the list. When she says she's watching the Olympics. <laughs> when she actually bought the $60 copy of the PJ video. is <laughs> <laughs> running to go watch his own video. <laughs> Brian, walk us through Jeremy Rogers' part. Your fave. Uh. Starts off pretty rough. That uh, that intro doesn't hold up. Does it, not age it, well. I get heavy vibes of my friend's six-year-old son. Because uh, wearing this, what, wizard Disney hat? Fantasia hat? Or is that what that was? At, when he falls at that Canada spot. Yeah, that little oh. wizard hat. It looks like a wizard hat. I think yeah. it looks cool, so I don't know what you're talking about, saying it's dumb. <laughs> But that's kind of what everyone was wearing in Boston at the time. You guys just might not get it. That was real hot was on it? the East Coast, then. No, of course not, Brian. Come on, Disney man. Merch. <laughs> Boy can dream. That's true. 
right, I don't know where you guys are at in the video, but you just did that sick fucking uh, back nose ground pop out on the curved ledge for me. Oh yeah, I do like that one. I think that's in Florida. Is that on that there? Is, that Miami is Florida. Trip? Yeah, that is trip? in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that's the that. other thing. They they filmed a lot of this shit in like two or three different trips. You know, they had like the Florida trip. They had the Atlanta one, which I think was just like a different part of different leg of the Florida one. Mm-hmm. And then they went to uh, like fucking what Montreal and shit. Yeah. Um, All East Coast. That's a very East Coast set of spots to hit just on the East Coast. I like that. Yeah. Well, you know, there are plenty of spots out here. You don't have to go out West to skate the same shit that everyone else is skating, you know? Um that switch flip is sick over that trash barrel, but Mark found switch front side flipped it. Some would say switch flip would be harder because you're landing switch, but the switch front side flip looked better. Um, yeah. That's a uh, aquarium. Is that right? Over the, over the barrel. AQ. It's, it's, it's near AQ. It's, it's not actually just some like fucking hotel right near there. Uh, we're probably just at different parts of section. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's never sequential. We're all on the same page yeah. bit and we're just making notes, but, uh, really throw some tricks down this montreal set i like that but then it's kind of a random kickflip back probably in the states down some random set yeah kind of a weird uh build up and then bring down i mean it's a good part i would like definitely say like jeremy's part and alexis's part are very good and very much just like hints of to like their potential you know what i mean like they're very solid but like nowhere like not to say Alexis really has even had like a part necessarily since then, but it's just like kind of a hint of like what they're like capable of, you know? Yeah. Which I feel like you could say for most people in this video, but uh, for them, especially being like kind of the, the youngsters. Does he frontside flip the same set that Alexis frontside flips, except he did it at night and did like three other tricks down it. Is that the same set? Yeah, that is the same set. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about yeah. that? Mm-hmm. It's a good set really yeah. smooth yeah i don't know which one i like more though i like that night idea skating is that lit up but then mm-hmm. midday with a blue long sleeve from alexis i'm not sure which one i like more i mean i think alexis could go kickflip like every spot that people already did kickflips at and it would still be good because she sure. has one of the best looking kickflips you know what i mean good one. so it's like not Ooh. really you know it's like there's definitely obviously when you're watching a video you want to see people do new stuff at spots but like there's also of an aspect of you know you know i haven't seen this person do that there you know obviously it's going to be different it's you know you know you just get just just as hype seeing your friend kickflip like a fucking two stair as you would seeing you know like a pro like tray flip like a 10 stair you know what i mean yeah it's all about perspective Yeah, exactly. Let me know when you guys are at uh, M- Mambo Italiano. <laughs> the thing. Is there anything else from Jeremy's part we want to mention? That Ollie Cannonball. Cannonball. I mean, I'll say that's probably my... I mean, the Cannonball is sick. Cannonballs are always sick, and that is a good that is a good call-out because I feel like we haven't seen good Cannonballs since uh, Daryl Stanton. Ooh. He early grabbed his. Did he early grab all of them, though? Yeah, that was his warm-up, his cannonball oh, just... early grab and backside oh so that's a, so that's a warm-up yeah hmm. <laughs> that's weird and look at me look at me doing flat ground ollies i thought that was a warm-up 
<laughs> Look at me clipping the last stare every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, man. Uh, Tom, you seem ready to talk about the Mambo Italiano, Alexis Sablone. Uh, she skates to She's Gone from Hall & Oates. Tom, tell us about Alexis's part. <laughs> Did you say she skates to She's Gone from Hall & Oates? Yeah. What version are you watching? Well, I mean, the she skates to uh, Mambo Italiano. No. By Rosemary Clooney. I was just going off of what you said of let you know when Mambo Italiano part. And I just thought that was Boston <sighs> slang, departed slang for uh, Alexis's part. But anyway, oh, no, tell, no, us about, no, no. tell us about this one. No, I mean, I think it's fucking sick. Alexis is great. I mean, what 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 is there to say? Um, again, most of this footage is you'll, you'll notice is like, honestly, it's like two, three days. A lot of this shit is in Atlanta you know, in this part. Also, there's some PJ footage in this part, which I'm sure you've noticed. Um, but like Alexis is what, a fucking legend. I mean, I think anyone would agree with that. I mean, she just got what fourth place in the Olympics as well, which fuck the Olympics, but fuck yeah for Alexis because that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking it's a good part. Yeah, I like her use of hoodies and long sleeves and denim too. Feels yeah. as if uh I don't know when that's gonna happen with me going back to denim and not skating the Volcom Chino pant that I've mm -hmm. been skating for the past like four years. But uh good use of denim and she's got a really good Nolly heel. Alexis is sick. Oh yeah. Alexis, Alexis was someone that at any time you would uh see alexis two dollars just ask if you want to play skate that's like, funny my friend yeah. kevin was at woodward working and alexis was a visiting pro and mm -hmm. they kicked it for a few weeks and said that they played a bunch of games of skate together yeah i mean i think that that was like the first thing she said to like mo like and like first thing i ever like heard her say to me it was like I was like, hey, Alexis and Tom. She's like, oh, hey. She's like, you want to play skate? He's like, oh, okay. She's like, you're going to fucking kick my ass, but all right, sure. How, did you get any letters on her? Uh, probably not, honestly. Maybe maybe like an S or a K, but like if it was, it was probably just like, oh, I haven't, you know, I, I don't think there's anything I could have done at that point that she couldn't do, you know? Hmm. Are you a fan of playing games of skate, Tom? I do like playing games of skate with, you know, depending on who it's with, if it's the right mindset. Yeah. I think it's really fun because it's a good way to warm up and try a bunch of tricks that you probably wouldn't be trying otherwise. You know what I mean? Um, I don't like the, you know, I'm never like mad when I lose a game of skate because that's like fucking 99.999% of the time, you know? But it's cool to like try and be like, oh, shit, I haven't tried that trick in like three years and I did it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that stuff's cool. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it's fun. I don't you know, I'm not a big fan of like the S like or like the uh, fucking the barracks like games of skate or whatever. I thought that was cool when they first started doing it just because it was skating on the Internet. And that wasn't like, you know, it was a few and far between at that point. Yeah. Um, 
like that, like, you know, skateboarding as a competition is not something I really can like, you know, I understand why it exists. I can appreciate that it exists, but like that, that aspect of it, I do exist. (laughs) The, um, that, that aspect of it has never been something that appeals to me. You know what I mean? Um, like that's not why, I mean, I don't, that, that's not why I started skating to be like, oh, I'm going to be like, you know, going to beat people at this. Like what? Like it's a personal thing. You know, you're just the competition is just with yourself, you know, and it yeah. always just should be like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Brian has a special guest joining us as well. Brian, do you want to introduce your guest that's with you? Yeah, uh, I've got uh, Allie from Philadelphia sitting here. Oh, no way. Are you the one that Brian's mentioned going to Drexel or you went to Drexel? Uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Allie, um, have you watched the skate video before? Do you want to talk about the skate video? PJ Lab? I have one watched the skate video. Okay. <laughs> Hit us with something. What was uh, some of your takeaways from the video? Um, well, it was, it was kind of interesting watching this because I'd never watched a skate video before. So kind of a little bit of an outside perspective. Um, I'm a dancer, rock climber, skier. So it's a little, a little different, but adjacent, um, like sports perspective. And then also I do a lot of, uh, photography. So I was looking at it from a videography perspective and that was kind of cool. Um, digging the, the fish eye lens, uh, going through the video. And, um, I also really liked Alexis's section. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. The intro, how she kind of had her classic like injury clips and then at the end she was like okay again like she has to go back in and get that move um yeah I thought it was really fun to watch yeah now that you you got me thinking about how in the intro you see a lot of uh emotion with it of rolling up to that hubba in Atlanta of kind of nervous but then you see other clips of her slamming and then getting back up you see like all of the emotions of skating and the part I don't even think it makes a minute as far as like the actual tricks. I think the first trick that Ollie over this wooden contraption kicks in at 357. And I think the part's over at what? I don't know. Not much time after, but that part's good. I like Alexis's part. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you cut out the PJ stuff, it's probably, yeah, less than a minute. Even um, less, right? Yeah. I was kind of wondering why they were flipping back and forth between the two, if they were if they were kind of sharing moves or trying each other's, or if they were just padding that section out to make it a little longer. Um. Um, I mean, I think it was a little a, a little bit of padding, but I think the majority of it is that like PJ and Alexis were like really close friends, like at this point in time. Um, like they were very, they were like very like buddy buddy, especially like when they were filming this video. So like it's like, oh, there's some PJ tricks in here because like they they were always skating together anyways. You know, they were always playing games of skate together and just like, you know, just like chilling together. So uh I think it was, you know, a little bit of padding. You know, as you said, you'll notice Alexis's footage is mostly like, you know a few different locations like a few few different spots it's like three four sessions um and when you go through the footage when we were going re-going through the footage with dave she does that shit pretty quick you know and then she does it several times she filmed essentially she filmed all that stuff very quickly you know what i mean in a short period of time so she probably could have 
filled it out more herself. But at the same time, she was like in Connecticut, you know, shops in Boston. It's like, you know, go on three trips. That's kind of a lot, you know? Yeah. yeah. And she got footage. Oh, yeah. She killed it. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I love her footage in uh, Can't Stop Firm Video. That's one I've got to revisit. I really don't know the layout of that video enough. You should rewatch it. It's very enjoyable. I remember it being really long. It is long for With sure. Skits too. It which... is it is long. It's you tough. always want anytime there are, there are skits or sketches and videos. I say put more, and that's what we try to do here at Fancy Lat. <laughs> you uh, you guys, what when you guys want to watch? Uh, you guys watching Fisk's part now or what's up? Yeah, let's move on to Fisk's part. I think Fisk has got a lot of attire that I wish I could pull off. And it's not all the same. He switches up his pants color quite a bit. I mean, um, I assume you're watching the, it seems like you're watching the DVD version, presumably. I'm watching this YouTube version. I'll tell you. Is the YouTube user Sigmund619? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. We're watching the same one. So this is the okay. DVD version. Yeah, where Fisk skates to Tom Waits. Fisk has a lot of new footage in, in this one compared to the VHS version. Like all this Montreal shit is new. This is old. This was in the other one. Um, pretty much anyone that has a different song in the DVD compared to the VHS version has a lot of new footage. So Whoa. it's, it's kind of like two different parts, you know, this Fisk part and compared to the one where he skates to Radiohead. Yeah, I like the intro for that uh, version, though. The Radiohead one? where Yeah, it's something like, about the... him yelling and then the colors getting... Oh, yeah, that visual <laughs> like, effect is coded. very cool. But this intro has like has Fisk personality footage in it. You know what I mean? Sure. Like the other one, he kind of seemed like a tall, lanky, shy guy. And then this one is kind of like, oh, wait, no, no, you don't understand. This guy's a fucking freak, you know? Yeah. Uh, go, or, you know, exposes little like goofy sides to him, you know? Other version made him seem like a space cadet based yeah. off of the uh, B-roll audio that they had going in it. Yeah. But yeah, God, Fisk, what a fucking good Good, what, what amazing flick, amazing front side flips. I love his varial heels. Yeah, look at that. That one was fucking perfect. Yeah, um, got a few. Yeah, he does have a few, and he should have. He should have a few. He still has them, dude. He'll just do like he'll do twenty varial heels on like a carpet, like stationary, like <laughs> fucking knee high in your fucking face, like on command. It's it's very frustrating because when it's like you haven't been on a board in like two years, and you're just like you're so good still. Why is that? Uh, he likes biking a lot right now. I mean, he still skates, you know, but it's just like something It's like he's only going to do when he wants to do it, you know? Um, just because all of us want him to skate more, that's not enough reason. You know what I mean? Uh, people want it. I know people want it and like his friends want it, but, you know, like if that's not what he wants, you know, and yeah. he did, he, you know, he did, he, you know, he did a lot for a long time. But he's still fucking. He can fucking throw down. He's he's got it still. I think last time I stopped at Orchard, Zach Papp was working, and mm -hmm. it was snowy out in January of 2020. And he showed me some clip he filmed of Fisk. I think just running and throwing a sled down a huge hill, maybe with just with trash on it. But yeah, it sounds about right. I mean, we go we right. do go sledding a lot, and we go snow skating a lot and stuff when it's snowy out here because. It's like, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is he a bike messenger? Is that why he's always biking? 
uh, courier. He did do that for a long time. Um, I think he actually is still do. He might be doing it currently again. But yeah, he's been doing that for a while. But yeah, he's always just liked. He he was always like BMXing and skating at the same time. Even when even when the PJ video came out, he was still like had a BMX and would like go to like the bike track and like he Fisk likes Fisk's just like an adrenaline junkie type of like dude, but like not like in a fact, not in the way like he wouldn't get like a motorcycle or something, but like yeah, like bike that you can go around fast and like go off jumps and go really high. Like, yeah, he's gonna do that. Like skateboard, yeah, he's gonna do that. You know, sledding, you know, of course. You can launch yourself fucking like 50 feet with like no like no consequence. Of course you're gonna do that. Yeah. Does he go to that pump track out near Harvard? Uh, I think he's been there a few times. Into it, um, not into it. Yeah, he probably thinks it's okay. I mean, he's he's more of a he's more of a gapsman when it comes to bike bike stunts, you know. And we yeah, I know I've seen uh, his clips yeah you've seen his clips it's yeah. kind of it's kind it's fucking sick it's That's pretty sick nuts. shit yeah like, i don't get i i like don't really uh care about it but uh it's sick <laughs> that he's doing it and um i like and by by that i mean like you know if i like i don't care about it and i think it's sick so it must be kind of cool right i'm into it i right. like it i think there's one clip i don't know which fl video it is but he wall rides around this cornered wall Oh yeah, that was sick. That one's really sick. Anytime that he's wall riding, I think is really cool because he's yeah. just going super fast and just holding on. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird to see him skating this much. I think at one point he's wearing an anti-hero shirt, black anti-hero shirt, when he does this uh, little ollie and then really well done kickflip over this wall. Yeah, well, Fisk was getting uh, anti-anti-hero for years. He was getting anti-hero. Right. I could have sworn I heard that. Uh, so that he has, yeah, he has some. I think when they were filming the DVD, is when he started getting uh, the anti-hero stuff. So you'll see that. And uh, it's around the same time they started getting stuff from Crooked. I didn't know about anti-hero because I I made a note how uh, how is this guy on zero at this point? Um, I remember watching it shortly after it came out and. Our friends would just say he's got knees for days because he, he, he hucks some ollies. Uh, I feel like half of his part was just ollies. And I don't even mean that like in a negative way because I like watching that. Um, the the front side flip, as, as Tom, you mentioned, fantastic. What is this, the fifth time we've mentioned Brian Sumner on, uh, on this show now? How, how did that even come into fruition? What Sumner? Yeah. Um, but I think all right. So Artie, who's like one of the owners, of the Coliseum. I mean, he was just essentially boys with like you know, like as like a you know, not only like a skate shop owner, but kind of like a brand representative because Coliseum was kind of like a brand as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like out there always meeting people like he knew fucking everyone. Like, I mean, all right, dude, there's like one time I was working at the Coliseum and some some English dude called and I talked to him for 15 minutes and then I gave the phone to Artie and it was Rowley. 
and I didn't know it was Rowley, but I was talking to him for 15 minutes. Wow. And then like another time, a dude called a Scottish guy. They're always foreign, mind you. Um, and uh, it ended up being Stuart from uh, Bell and Sebastian, which I remember. You remember they use a lot of Bell and Sebastian. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but they use a lot of them in uh, the Boston Massacre video. Um, yeah. But, you know, Artie was just like, you know, always going to the trade shows and shit. So he was just like new people. Him and Corden lived in L.A. for a bit. So, like, you know, they just kind of like became friends with like people and like, you know, Sumner sent them footage. Obviously, like there's Franklin Stevens footage later on. I mean, yeah, I mean, you just get to know people. And then like, I'm not. Do you guys remember uh, the blueprint video lost and found? Yeah. There's yeah. like Von Baker's last trick, that fakey flip over the gap. He's wearing a Coliseum Boston shirt. <laughs> that's good. That's because he was boys with Artie and Artie sent it to him. That's awesome. Yeah. Now we know. Yeah. But I mean, it was just one of those, you know, skate shops, especially then. I feel like, you know, you talk to a lot of the reps all the time. A lot of the reps are old pros, you know. And you, especially if you like go out to LA to the trade shows or whatever, like, or go to Tampa Am, you're gonna like bound to like meet people that you like vibe with, you know? Yeah. Uh, we hit Southeast Part. Allie, do you want to talk a little bit about Southeast Part? Um, yeah, yeah. I actually, I really liked the the style and a lot of his tricks and um, kind of how he. I was kind of impressed how he kind of leveraged his arms like for momentum all the time and kind of had a, a more like intentional usage of that um, as he's gone through. And I, I think a couple of the times he, he did some jumps as his skateboard rolled under a couple of railings and traffic barriers and stuff. And I was just so impressed with the height that he had on those. And um, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. But. Yeah. I wonder if, his arms pushing forward because it's almost as if he's swinging at something, swinging at something. Yeah, it feels less like he's like catching his balance and more like I'm gonna jump into this and use it to propel me forward. Yeah. Now I like even how even as you said this is the first time you've watched a skate video before, right? Yeah. 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 I like how even uh, a first time watcher of a skate video recognizes selfies armsties. <laughs> Because he definitely I, I does. And, <laughs> and I, I I, don't know if you guys can see me or not, but I do remember like a point in time where I was like, well, Selfie always kind of when he like bends down to pop, he crosses his arms like an X and then swings him when he pops. And I remember like, well, maybe I'll try it like that. And I was trying to like that for a bit. And I was like, this isn't helping at all. That's just like his a, a seatbelt. Yeah, it's just I do love that. I do love that very heel. He does have good hippie jumps in this. Here's the uh, Franklin Stevens footage I was talking about. I don't know if you guys are watching that or not. I switched actually over to the skate video vault version of it, which I think is the VHS. Oh, it's one. the VHS one. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I mean, there's just slightly different footage in them. Yeah, it's fine with me. I kind of like the OG version of it. Um, do you know if Fisk still has this Jamie Thomas American Zero shirt that he's wearing um, when he gets slapped yeah. by Southie? Yeah. Probably that, not. Damn, that's a, a sick one. <laughs> I will tell you that the the flip uh, Arto bubblegum punk board that Fisk uh, breaks when he slams like in the intro, ollieing that big double set in the striped shirt. You remember that? Like he's like ollieing double set slams, breaks his board. That is uh, that is on display at Sean Tweak's house. 
Sean took that out of the trash at the Coliseum. He's like, this board's still good. And he would glued it back together. And then he's like, oh, I can't skirt this. And then we just, it's just been on the wall ever since. Wow. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's a good graphic, though. Oh, I love one the bubble gum. Yeah, that's it. That, that is a good one. I mean, that is when Flip had good graphics still. Uh, yeah. Are these kids actually fighting when he fronts, uh, front boards the end of this car? Uh, these kids are standing on it. I mean, the, those kids are just those kids are just being kids, like yeah, pushing each other around, shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know what it's like in Philly. That's how kids play in Boston here. Uh, kids are usually on their bikes in Philly, doing wheelies down the street or on uh, ATVs. Yeah, we got mm. a couple bike gangs going down the road most of the time. A little time. different. Yeah. 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 We got we got some twelve o'clock boys out here. Is that what you guys call them out there? 12 o'clock yeah, boys? Yeah. yeah. I think they're trying to crack down on the ATVs, but I think, I think that shit sick. is sick. I think yeah. it's sick. It's I their it. little skating. It's wild. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I was really big into uh, buying and restoring mopeds for a while with uh, Daddy Longlegs and Sean Tweak. We were all really into it. And that shit was really fun. I can't, like, I imagine having a crew of like fucking 40 people ripping down uh mass ave or some bullshit is awesome you know what i mean yeah i'm always cheering for those dudes when i see it and i love seeing the yuppies freak out <laughs> so good it's cooler than the remote controlled one wheels or longboards that other tech people have out now dude i I have like a anxiety attack anytime i see one of those like yeah one of those tech bros there's a dude i see like in a full suit like every day with a, also a full motorcycle helmet just whipping down the street on like a one wheel one and it's like dude you've never like you do not look like you've ever been on a board before like you've <laughs> you've never hit a fart rock like fart you're going you are going to die dude like you like you uh, you're not paying attention you know like every time i see people like that they're always someone that's like it's like oh i can do this and have like a fucking huge bluetooth speaker in my other hand it's like no why would you think you can just like be okay on this like standing like 25 mile an hour platform fucking dumbass but anyways i think that shit's cool technology's awesome <laughs> yeah where would we be without it we certainly wouldn't be like watching different versions of the PJ video on different <laughs> yeah. random websites and recording a fucking podcast or whatever they call them these states. days. Yeah. Yeah. All this new tech. What a privilege. We can pick which version of the PJ lad video we want to watch and we don't have to get up off our seats. Imagine if people knew about how you could do podcasts over zoom before the fucking pandemic. It's crazy. crazy. It's so much easier. So much. talk to people. Nothing beats an in-person though. We should do an in-person one at some point. I mean, in-person one would be great, you know? And and that's like anytime we got people in Boston, we much prefer them have them in the studio, you know. Not that we like, you know, the last like three months we've started doing that, but like you know, it's still nice. There's a lot of people, it's like, well, it's never gonna happen with this person, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. You know, like we had like Chris Pullman on, you know? It's like like well we're gonna wait till chris pullman comes to the u.s and hopefully hasn't like three hours to dick around with me and big <laughs> fingers crossed i'm still hoping for it yeah uh is this nolly shove it down the one set at jackson manning school which part are you on are you are you I'm on, still on uh, southeast you're still on on southeast part 
831, that knowledge shove. You know what? That was Jackson, man. That was the five star up front. That part sucks. That five star sucks. That's funny. I was like thinking about that. I was like, you can't be talking about that one. I've only skated that one like twice because it fucking sucks. Sometimes it's good to forget. I'm going to talk about Ryan Gallant's part. Incredible pop. Awesome. He wears a watch and a wrist guard at the same time with the beanie, which is mm-hmm. potentially a ball cap beanie, which I <laughs> like. That's that's a style. He might even be wearing a web belt for some of these clips. What's the name of this one? DC shoe that he's skating, red and black, Manteca. Is that it? Any DC heads on this one? <laughs> that sounds like a dumb DC shoe name for sure. Manteca. Yeah. <laughs> They definitely did a shoe called the Manteca. Know that. I believe it. He also has yeah, this gold wheel. The mid top one, right? Sleeve. Yeah. I, or, I don't know. It might have been the one with the strap. I'm not well versed in the DC uh, shoe universe, unfortunately. Hmm. The DC Marvel shoe company. Right, right, universe. right. Yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, Zack Schneider edit of the DC video. I would watch a four-hour-long DC video. <laughs> DC video is good. I like it. Oh yeah, I bought a pair of DCs. Uh, what was that? This week? Last week? Last week? Really? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Instead you going of... to a wedding or something? No. <laughs> Why would I buy for a wedding? Um, are you Are you going to shop at Old Navy and you want to fit in? No. <laughs> All right. I was trying to do a shoe raffle at Nocturnal for a mm-hmm. pair of Nikes. Mm-hmm. So I got a board. I got a traffic Mark Wessel board. Pretty pleased with that. I was eyeing up the sale shoes and I had my eye on the Ave in nine, all black. And that was $60. And then I saw Kalis in a nine for 50. So just out of curiosity, I popped open the DC box, looked at them. Colorway was good. They kind of look like Jordans and I'm just finishing skating my second pair of the Lakai Carol. So I'm kind of going through a weird shoe phase now of trying whatever looks different. Tried the Kalis shoe on, wore it around for a moment. It's a done deal. And then I just had to check myself of like, when was the last time I gave Josh Kalis money? Is that not a, is that not a frequent thing? And I thought that was like something in okay. Philly you had to do all the time. Not for, yeah, that's the thing. Not for I thought me. that was just like a toll, like a tax. I, Wish that there was, you know, but you got to respect the architect somehow. So this was me buying the shoe and that's how I did it. Yo, facts, facts. Yeah. So Uh, that new K, I I do like that K-list shoe. I think that that actually looks kind of sick. Yeah. And just like an Ellington. Yeah, I liked those Ellingtons. I had several pairs of those because that was a shoe that like would never it was like just never moving when we had them in stock. Mm. You know, it was just like, fuck, I ended up having to buy i think i had like four or five pairs of them just because like we had them which you know which is whatever that happened with the ma207s as well those uh circa mark apple yards but i do remember what was sick whatever after the pj video came out uh pj came into the shop and traded in like 30 pairs of excels uh for like just other product and they were all in nine and a half. 
and Vey and I were the only two that were nine and a half. So like <laughs> there was just like it was just like never like had to worry about shoes. I was like, there's a wall of excels that I can just like that I can buy for like thirty dollars. Like I'm good on shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that was fucking sick. Obviously, random customers come in too, but you know, Vey and I both just kind of looked at each other and like got some shoes. Yeah, you're set. Flowgram. Uh I know we're not saying a bunch about Ryan's part, but his flick is still incredible. He does a lot of good ledge tricks and does them super well. I can't hard flip, so it's good to know someone out there can. Kickflip front board on that Atlanta hub is flawless. I like how there's a Coliseum, like big Coliseum sticker there too. Oh yeah. The way he pops out of that kickflip nose is incredible. Um I like the cult version the best. Mm-hmm. Not the doors. Yep. Well, he has a lot. He has a lot of new footage in the uh, that the second edit. Right, and I think you know? it's also tying into how in Dave Mira freestyle BMX two they use a cult song also. <laughs> you know, you gotta love it. It definitely was in response to the Dave Mira uh, video games for sure. sure. No brainer. Yeah, absolutely. PS two was out at that point, two thousand and two. So good move, Matt and Artie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the PJ video. Well, who wants to talk about the PJ or the PJ part? Oh, the PJ part. The PJ part. Yeah. I mean, we could call PJ. You want to try to give him a call? We love doing phone calls on this. Yeah. I'm not going to call him though. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Damn. Uh, I will say though, he does have a tails offense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. What does he? Does he drag his tail? Does he wear? Does he have his coat tails are too long? Brian. Does he play too frequently as Tails in uh, Sonic and Tails? So you're getting cl- better. You're getting close. Um, Brian, hit us. For those who don't know, what is Tails? Uh, you're actually pretty close with the coattails. It's uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. having a, a hat, a beanie. A beanie a in the back pocket. Any piece of flair coming out of the back pocket. That's what I was referring to as coattails. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, because usually because I'll put my I'll put sometimes uh, I've been wearing a a bandana like uh, like you know wrap it nice and thick kind of like uh what's that douchebag's name which one rock of rock of love that guy uh did brave brand david brett michaels Michaels. yeah 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 (laughs) you know big like big fat wide you know douchebag uh you know uh bandana just because you know keeps my hair out of my face and also it protects my uh pale pale forehead and ears from getting burned uh (laughs) But sometimes I put it in my back pocket. And I'm like, ooh, I got coattails. I feel fancy, but really I just have a sweaty rag in my back pocket and I look probably way more disgusting to the normal person. I don't look fancy at all. <laughs> all right, so he's got serious tails. That means he's got a beanie in the pocket. That is for sure. Yeah. I think, uh, or no, he does have some clips without a hat on. This is one of those parts where you almost want to go back and see how many other clips he actually has hair showing. Now, I like PJ with the like the nice little like bushy like, oh, I'm a look at me. I'm a 17 to 18 year old boy and the whole world's in front of me. Look at my fresh hair. You know, <laughs> obviously yeah. later he trimmed it and he's like, yeah, I'm kind of a bad boy now because I'm 19. Uh, so I cut my hair real short. You can see my head 
Things are going um, good for me right now. Yeah, but I like he he's got nice, nice, like loose, but semi. I don't know. What, what would you describe the the curls he has? They're kind of they're not tight, but they're not super loose. But he's got some good curls in his hair. It's almost like Mario without the cap on. He's almost like Mario without the cap on for sure. Um, <laughs> I get vibes of uh, the kid from Ratatouille. Is that the, the, really? the chef? Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Do you mean the chef from Ratatouille? My, my apologies. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but I love the concept of it. I'm sure it's fantastic. <laughs> it's Pixar. You'd love it. I'm sure. I'm sure I would. I've, I don't think I've seen a Pixar movie that I disliked, but uh, you know what? P- Pixar did not make the PJ Ladd video. And this they isn't the Pixar. It. This isn't the Pixar episode. This isn't here. the Pixar podcast. No, no, no. This is not the <laughs> Pixar podcast, although it could be. Welcome if to only, Skater Island. Footage of him with a with a rat under his hat, and like teaching him how to skateboard. Ooh, good, good. Take. You know, honestly, there's no way for us to prove that there isn't a rat under there this right? whole time. Yeah, except that one clip where he's not wearing his hat. Yeah, isn't that what they're talking about in The Departed too? Now there's a rat. That's what the reference to that rat shot at the end. That's what that was a reference to. Yeah, yeah. it was this PJ part. Wow, we've really come full circle here. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense now. So you can support us at uh, patreon.com slash all my skate videos. And we're going to call it. <laughs> um, wow. Incredible PJ part. This uh, part put me on the pulp. I remember before I had seen it, this one older skater in high school, Rob Mattia, shout out Rob Mattia. If you're listening, oh, yeah. um, kept talking about the PJ video and I had never seen it. And then downloaded it not gonna lie i didn't talk about how i came across the video but uh downloaded it at first and then took Mm -hmm. it from the first skate shop i worked at because they were getting rid of the vhs's so thank you very much Mm. Uh, dude good trick selection there's no other part like this this is really an all-timer oh yeah thrasher classic for sure i mean it really is it really is a classic you know, Thrasher was right when they said "cook a cook a cook a classic." Did it, but did bam. They said up? it best. What's up? I'm Don News Nguyen here to talk about Lincoln Uetta's part in the Hurley video <laughs> for my Thrasher classic. Skates vert, skate street. I don't know. It's just really good. <laughs> Brian, if you had to do a Thrasher classic, what part would you pick? Haven't they all been chosen already? No, fuck that. I would go with uh, Carl Cortez from Chicken Finger Special in a big can. Oh, the answer mm. was actually Joey Brzezinski insane. Mm. But, uh, we'll give you some partial credits in PC. Mm. You could have also said people mm. who said Joey Brzezinski also said Sean White in the White Album. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, gotta rock those audios, man. I mean, what else is there to say about PJ's part? What do you got? What do you guys think you got at uh, windowsill ledges? What What would be your line there? <sighs> I went by there recently. I was in Boston not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're knobbed, if I heard correctly, but you can still skate flat ground. Oh, they're knobbed. There's one that there's there are a few exposed ones. They're knobbed. I was saying if there weren't knobs, you know. Sure. Let's see. I'm just thinking of the PJ route. Maybe 
It's uh, da- probably, I'm going to tell you it's downhill a little bit. Are, you, goof- are you goofy or regs? I'm regular. You're regular, so it's downhill. It's backside for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, maybe a back tail to fakie, and then I would really try all day on switch front crook pop out. That could be a fun one. Mm. Oh, wow. With no push. Mm. Oh, no push. I like letting the hill do the work what if you me. What if you did like a half push, like you were about to push, and then you stopped your leg and you looked at the camera and you're like, no, 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 and you waggled your finger and then you didn't push. And the viewers like, holy shit, he was going to push and then he didn't. He fucking tricked us. That would be cool. Fake out. And no, no, no. And then you put your foot back on and then, you know, as you said, you know, were you saying uh, switch, switch front crooks? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, you lock into that, you know, and at the same time, lock eyes with the camera. I like those. Those those dead Antoine arms, you know, oh, yeah. shoulders down, st- eyes in the camera, and you pop out. <laughs> Bow. Hands in the pockets. Mm-hmm. 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 It's like his one kick flip over the rail. Yep. Oh, yeah. But then you switch tray over a sewer cap and push. Oh. To black. To black. Damn. To black. <laughs> That'd be hard. I think we cracked it. What do you what think about- of the uh what do you think of the after credit stuff in this video? I like it. We're gonna jump to that uh right now. There's a lot to digest. I mean, yeah, I'm like- sorry. I was I just I just watched the the text credits. Oh sure. I like how I- they use that tap song. I love taps. I think that's that's the uh, best use for that best use for that song. Yeah. Uh for sure. Very emotional. I like how there's no back graphic or anything. This is uh, kind of similar to Tilt Mode Man Down, where it's just normal text credits, but you have to stick around to see the video after the video. Yeah, I like. That. I mean, I'm a big, brilliant. I'm a big fan of videos that have like a post credits video. You know what I mean? A sure. post credits part mm-hmm. is great, but I mean, one that has like, I mean, obviously PJ video has it. Um, I've seen the War Effort video, Mischief Mayhem. That's one. That's another one where like the after credits part, like parts are, like that makes the video, you know. Um, But anyhow, big fan of that, you know, because we like we like the antics. And back in these days, like that's the only way you get to see the personalities of your uh, favorite skaters or the skaters in these videos. There's no Instagrams. There's no TikToks. No Snoop Shoots. You know, you'd be hard pressed to find a a Facebook. You know, so oh, you're Snapchat. not a, you're oh, not a Snoop shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Snoop shoot. My bad. God, millennials. <laughs> they just never get it. Yeah. Switch stance shifty Ollie in a line. Someone mm-hmm. posted this line uh, recently on one of those. Remember when Instagrams. Switch stance Ollie in a line. Switch shifty in a line. Jeez. Hot take. Hot take from Hot Carl. Have you, done, have you done that segment yet? <laughs> this is Hot Carl's hot takes. I don't think I have two crazy far-fetched uh, takes. All right. All right, viewers. I hope you're ready for a motherfucking Hot Carl dropping on you right now. <laughs> and then you like hit the, hit the music. It's like Hot Carl coming in. <laughs> You're on you're something. Like, I've got opinions and they matter. Opinions like, that matter. Listen, I got a hot Carl on this PJ video. <laughs> I think it's pretty damn good. 
and that's the car. whole segment. Yeah, that's the whole. Yeah, you can go <laughs> more. Yeah, that's pretty much. You can do just one. Yeah, end. Yeah. Has uh, Nancy ever given her two cents about the PJ video? Oh, uh, Nancy's a big fan of PJ video. Yeah. I mean, really? Nancy's a Nancy's a Coliseum OG through and through. Um, so Nancy's a big fan of anything. You know, you know, she's a big fan of skateboarding in general. Yeah, she gets it. She's an artist, you know, so she so she's always been able to understand that aspect of it, which is the one that is difficult to uh, get across to people. You know, if people get to a point where they're like, oh, I get it. It's kind of like your football. You're like, cool. All right, good. I'm glad you're kind of, you know, at least you don't want to kick my ass anymore. But, you know, if someone like like someone's like understands that it's like, oh, this is your art, like, you know. Gotta respect the architect. You gotta respect the architect. Are you talking Matrix Three right now? <laughs> is that what they say in that? Oh no, I mean, well, that's what that's when the architect is revealed. Oh no, no, yeah. no. I just think it's a good saying. I like it. Yeah. Um, I thought you were just talking about Alexis. Uh, oh, oh exactly I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Open to interpretation, I guess. Huh? That's true. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, Alexis. What's cool about Alexis, besides a lot of things, is that. She disappeared for a while, you know, Yeah. and like just came and then just came back and started winning like do tours randomly. Like she went to school for like four years and was like skating, but like not like sponsored or like doing anything like official. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's just like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go get an education and be able to do other shit. So she'd be successful in so many other different ways. Anyhow, it's kind of yeah. annoying. Say like, I can't even be good at one thing. <laughs> Fucking leave some room for the rest of us, Alexis. Uh, PJ does potentially the second cannonball of the video, but fittingly, he does it at a pool and he does mm -hmm. it down a, a flat bar. So uh, he cannonballs pretty much oh, into yeah. the pool. <clears throat> Fun fact. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's I mean, a good I mean, place for a... good place for cannonball. Yeah, totally. There's a lot to break down here. I mean, Galant's burial heel with the tail smack on that street gap is very mm -hmm. impressive. Oh yeah. Even though some would say it doesn't count. Oh, it counts. It, I think it's sick. It's yeah. just a different thing. Sure. I mean, I'm at Vey eating shit on. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Vay's part. I'm watching Vay yeah. eat shit right now. I mean, with people fucking with them, people bullying them. I mean, that's it's what after I'm that. Watching. Oh yeah. I mean, it's the bullying. I mean, and people fucking with this mostly selfie. I mean, who's this dude that just comes up and beats on him like three times and then leaves? Oh, that. Well, I mean, that's selfie. No, South. I know. South oh, oh, oh. That's. Oh no. Up. That. Okay. That's Billy Keys, who probably received the brunt of uh selfies beating so he was just happy to see someone else getting beaten up you'll see that guy getting the getting punched in the beginning of selfies part you know oh that's who gets and he's hit. holding oh, the he's holding the apple yard out. sorry board yeah. yeah like the pixelated graphic one um mm -hmm. yeah yeah Vay's awesome Vay's a Vay cool slams. dude Jeez. yeah they shit on that he's got such a long polo <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Mismatched laces and a sick watch. Is he left-handed? 
Uh, I think he has a self paw. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm also a self paw. So represent, represent lefties. Yeah. I, I'm always a fan of the uh, Primo side in the bookstore. That's always been one of my favorites. Cause, <laughs> cause, cause I, I feel like one thing people might not understand, like get like fully get from these videos is like, how smart these dudes are you know what i mean they all like see they all come across as real like i mean you've talked to big zo you're like big zo like from first glance might seem like kind of like a knucklehead you know what i mean he's a smart fucking dude like all these dudes are real like they's a fucking well-read like smart like witty like funny guy you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and like you know a lot of these videos you see him like puking on the ground and eating his own vomit and shit like that you might that might message not come across but like is it just a big science experiment i mean i think it's just pretty much like you know they're everyone realizes like why the fuck not like you know what yeah i haven't thought of it like that but that's what i've gathered from a lot of massachusetts skaters is that they're all pretty smart like pretty with it or at least pretty witty I mean, I think it's a it's an area where people are pretty mean to each other all the time and in kind of a, you know, um, in the nicest way possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you kind of have to be a little, you know, have some sort of edge to you so you can not just be shit on 100 percent of the time. Yeah. You know, it's, Allie, sh- it's like shit or be shit on. Yeah, Allie, let me ask, would you rather have someone who's uh, book smart or street witty? Are you asking my dating preferences? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had to pick. Um, I mean, personally, probably book smart, um, but that's just me. I figure if you can get someone who is book smart, they can just figure out street wittiness. Yeah, I mean, like, some good back and forth banters is, you know, preferable, but... Yeah. I read a book. Yeah, they read a book. Tom read a book. Does Happy read books? Is Happy well read? Does Move on to Happy's part? Dude, let's move on to Happy's part. I say Happy. Happy's a pretty. Uh, Happy's a pretty well read dude as well. Like his use of white t-shirts. His use of he says, you know, I'm gonna wear this white t-shirt. I know it's gonna get dirty, but I've read enough books to know that doesn't really matter. No, it's all in the game, yo. That's ah, all in the game. So I'm going to get sacked on this rail. Dude, I read enough books. It's okay. He explodes. Oh Dude, he, God, gets, he last... gets fucked on so many. Yeah, that last rail, the, the gunshot. Yeah. It's almost comical. Oh, so bad. Does but he if anyone know how to do... fall or is he just... Oh, he knows how to do it perfectly well. You just saw it. He came out fine. <laughs> he came out fine. Jump it, yeah. When he jumps to this one barrier, though, those things never grind. Why would oh, he jump yeah. to that? Those are the worst. I have seen him Dude. grind dozens of those, though. And every time it's like, Do you not remember? Yeah, I remember what happened. <laughs> but he is like totally the dude that, like, you know, you would roll up to a spot where it's like something that like never grinds, and he's going to be the one that like has no problem, you know, doing like a perfect balance, like back 5 0 on it first try. And then you're like, oh, maybe it does work. And then you fucking eat shit. <laughs> you're like, oh, wait, no, he's just good. 
Yeah, I like his stuff. <laughs> Slams, and he seems pretty um, happy about it all. He's uh, good. I mean, he I just likes skating. I was going to say, every time I see one of these guys fall, I get a little empathetic pain going on. Like, oh, like, man. And I know that they usually probably uh, probably kill it, but all those all those clips of them falling, man, right in a row. Allie, it's just like skiing. There's just no snow. Yeah, the snow is the padding, though. I, I like the snow. <laughs> Give me the snow. <laughs> yeah, but the ground no, I've, is I've cool. Uh, I've definitely wiped out a couple times on a, on a jump skiing. It's, it's not fun either. I mean, hitting the ground is never fun, you know, snow or not. <laughs> well, you but, get a reality check. Sometimes you need that. If you just have padding your whole life, you just assume everything's padding. Well, you just want to live your life in this comfy plastic bubble, Brian. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Why yeah. Trying to like not conform to society's norms. Bubble boy. <laughs> when are you going to break your rusty cage and run? When are you going to snap that rusty trombone and run? That's a Bruce Springsteen song, isn't it? Yeah, snap that rusty trombone. We're going to snap a rusty trombone. I think, I think it actually goes, we're going to snap that rusty trombone. I think it's actually, it's more like, it's like, we're going to snap the rusty trombone. That's it. That's Let me hear it, New Jersey. Asbury Pork. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with this sporting goods store where they break the boards in it? Is that still there? Uh, that was Mr. Rags. That was like a, uh, I guess the best way to describe it would be like a pre like pack sun type of like mall shop, you know? Uh, you know, it was obviously way before like Zoomies <laughs> or whatever. I don't even know any other like mall shops, like Journeys or anything. But like, yeah, there's this place, Mr. Rags, and it was just like cool, like streetwear. <laughs> and they had like a board section and they had like, you know, dumb complete setup. And uh, yeah, Roman just went. Yeah, Roman focused that. That was one of the owners of the Coliseum. And uh, that board, that that focused board was on that board rack for months. Like, because when that video <laughs> came out, like the next time we were at the mall, we went into Mr. Rags and it was still on the board rack. Like oh, no one yeah. had even noticed that it was completely broken in half. Um, but they also used to have <laughs> that place used to have like boards that they would sell for like 30 bucks. And they were. You know, it would be like Baker, like Flip, Zero, just like all like the normal shit. But they'd keep them. They'd be in this metal trash barrel and they were all fucking warped like crazy. And I don't know. I don't think they were that warped when they put them on sale, but they just jammed them all into this metal barrel. So they were just like you'd pull. Out, I remember pulling out like an Apple Yard board and it was like looked like a fucking corkscrew. And I was like, this is insane. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I fell for that trap once after I picked up, uh, I got my copy of Medic Mahdi from uh, Mr. Rags. Mm. So they exist more than just, more than just at uh, malls near Boston then. Yeah, yeah, malls near Chicago too. Yeah, so they were, it's okay, so they were like a big, like a chain, but yeah, that place was whack. It was definitely They're, one of those places that like you went into just to like fuck shit up and then leave. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this store has everything that I like, but is like not about any of it. Yeah, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I pulled yeah. up an article yeah. from January 30th, 2003 closed chain. Mr. Rags files for chapter 11. Well, too Long soon. Beach based chain, which was purchased eight months ago from teen accessories. Retailer Claire Stores Inc. has struggled with a wide range of problems, including weak sales, high rents and poorly located stores. Mm. Too many things in one box. Damn. They should have started offering uh, ear piercings at Mr. Rags. You know? They operated out of 114 mall-based stores with 30 in California, the strongest market. That makes sense. That is where the lamest people live. <laughs> I'm sorry if you have a strong listener base in California. Uh, not yet, but we're always willing to bring some more people on board. I'm sure this will get them in. <clears throat> this is yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, hey, don't don't shit on Cali. I used to live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying California is bad. I'm just saying everyone from there is a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are fighting birds. Oh my God. That's also not true. I'm just fucking, I'm fucking with people. Listen, this is, listen, I'm in Boston. I understand you guys are not in Boston right now, but this is how we talk. We say people from California are stupid. That sounds pretty Boston of you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. All right. So you get, all right. So now you're getting it. Now I've been to Boston once or twice. Y'all are, uh, yeah, Boston oh, sucks too. Boston it all sucks. sucks. What is? Yeah, cool? no, I mean, no, nothing. Yeah, exactly. It all sucks for sure. Um, I bet growing up, I mean, I mean, I can't imagine growing up in like California and skating because that scene must be. I mean, that is like so different from what I experienced and presumably what you guys experienced growing up. You know, for like, sure. In a being in a town where it was like three of us skated. You know, maybe like at any given point, there was like five of us in the town, depending on like if people were like moving away to college or, you know, oh, moving to their, their dad's place or whatever, you know. But it was like always a, uh, I mean, California is fucking everyone, right? I mean, I don't know why I'm asking you guys, you know, uh, bunch yeah, of fucking sure. bunch, of, bunch of East Coast knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got all the California experts on here to answer that question for you. Yeah, we flew them in. Oh, great. Perfect. Yeah. Just let, let me know when they're here. Who is doing this Ollie with the big Osiris t-shirt and these cargos? Uh, I don't know which thing you're talking about, but uh, Selfie wears a cargos and a big Osiris t-shirt when he's skating the, um, that like three, that big, like two or three. And uh, what is that Montreal or whatever? No, it's this like eight set. And then, they ollie and then there's a bigger set and a narrow passageway there and they fall and it's right before the muska clip on the bhs version yeah that, that's fisk with the osiris t-shirt with the osiris t-shirt yeah that's fisk that's fisk <laughs> yeah that's fisk <laughs> damn yeah that's young fisk i mean fisk um you know that that footage of Fisk is probably that and that is Fisk as well. That Nolly and the Osiris, Ollie that Ollie wow. is also Fisk. That's obviously Fisk. Yeah, with the pumpkin. I mean, that looks more like Fisk than obviously sure. this is Fisk getting shoved. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what Fisk 
like 99, like before that, like he was wearing, you know, cargos, bucket hats, you know, not tight pants and shit. Yeah. Hmm. What changed? Did he find Flip Baker? Was it something other outside influence? I mean, I think mostly just like, like there were more styles in skating at that, like, you know, before, like, like, as I said that, like footage with that, that, uh, that shirt, he would, that was probably like 98, 99. That was probably like shit from like right after the 99 video. Um, you know, people just started dressing differently that this wasn't fisk, you know, probably went into high school around that time. It's like, this is how I'm going to dress now. I think this clip right here of PJ yelling and saying, okay, I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. had a big influence with how I approached um, upper authorities. Yeah. Well, you never, the... like you never really get the ropes of it. Like, what do you do if cops show up? Do you run? Do you sit there and talk shit? Like there anybody else? Like, right. But at the time I saw this and I'm like, Oh my God, that is funny. Just sitting like, there and being aggressive about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think you could, you know, they cut it right before he's like, fuck you. Oh, he keeps uh, staying more. That's insane. Whoa. Yeah, and that was in the like that was at at the uh, the premiere version. Um, that was in it, and they but they cut that for the uh, the video version. Damn. Now we know what was that over him just sitting there from skating, and they wouldn't leave. Do you know? I mean, you've been at spots before where you're literally not. You know how it is. Like, yeah, it's it's one thing when you're actively skating and people kick you out, but when but when you're like not when you're like seriously just there, yeah. and people come at you and start yelling at you about an argument that they had with some other dude last week. You know what I mean? And they're just yeah. like still mad about it, and now it's now it's your problem. Um, that, that it was just that, you know. And like, also, it's like one of those things. It's like, you know, it's like you like you shouldn't let any of these people fucking yell at you and give you shit. You know, if no. you know, it's one thing if people are if you're skating at someone's house or whatever and they ask you to leave and it's their property, you should have some fucking, you know, be like, OK, I can understand why you're upset. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm definitely like I don't try to argue with people at this point, but it's like this person has like this is a lady that is just walking by. You know what I mean? This has nothing to do with her. She's just looking to scold someone. And, um, you know, that's something you still encountered that there's still, you know, for sure you guys do do as well. But like for the most part, people are pretty chill these days. But randomly you'll get someone who thinks they're like, like Dudley do right, you know, and they're just fucking yelling (laughs) at you about like shit that has nothing to do with them, nothing to do with you or anything. Yeah, uh, it's annoying. You're watching these freakouts, though. They're really something. I've never seen somebody this turned up at security. I'm like <laughs> he almost steps to him. Yeah, I <laughs> think it's funny. funny. It's like he's like behind the guy, and then like he like the guy sees him. Yeah, and he's like for, for a second, he's like, oh, should I? He's like, oh no, I got to keep going like, for it. No, the guy I... saw me flipping him off. <laughs> I have to keep doing it now. It's like fuck. Yeah, point of no return. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does nothing. He just stands there and takes it. It's great. Does PJ still act like this? Is it just a youth thing? I mean, I don't think he still acts like this. Maybe he does. If he's, Did he if ever he's freak out at the skate shop? 
I mean, I never saw him freak out at the skate shop. He wasn't coming by the the Melrose shop frequently, though. No. Um, but I mean, I presumably it was just an age and a stress thing, you know? Yeah. He's trying to. This is like his masterpiece here. Sure. Uh, he's trying to make it happen. We're we're getting to see it all happen. Yeah. I actually went to the skate shop yesterday and I saw that he has his own plan B wheel and it's uh well let me ask Brian what size wheel do you think the PJ Ladd signature wheel is? 52. Close. Tom what as a guess what size? I was going I was going to guess 51 but okay. uh but it's actually now that I'm thinking about it I, I might be might be closer to 48. Oh, close. Allie, do you want to guess? <laughs> Oh yeah, forty nine, man. I know what that means. Oh, Allie's right. Damn, hell yeah, Allie. Allie's hey. right. Yeah, hundred points to Allie. I always, I knew, knew he was a small wheel guy. Um, I'm just surprised wow. Plan B would release something that size. And also, um, yeah, they're golf themed. So when you get the packaging, it looks uh-huh. like golf balls are in it, which is very off, off brand <laughs> given how aggressive he is with this. That's perfect. Golf being a calming sport and uh skateboarding not so calm not as calming yeah i don't golf is really isn't that calming i'm not sure if you've played it before calming no i haven't that's fucking frustrating as (laughs) shit dude i mean it's like anything else it's i mean it kind of is like skating where you know you fucking you're like all right i'm gonna try it and then you fuck up and then it sucks yeah uh But yeah, golf is like, you know, you, you tee off. You're like, all right, I think I got this. And then you fuck up and then you have to deal with it. And then, you know, it's it's fun. And there's relaxing aspects of the way that skating is, but it's definitely like pretty fucking frustrating. That's one yeah. of the reasons I don't like golfing that much. This is just like, all right, like it, this is not that relaxing. Just going out and just getting pissed off about more stuff. Yeah, not for me. I love the antics, though. Out of everybody in the video, um, Tom, who do you think had the best antics? I will say the best best antics, the best antics and hijinks would like will be from Matt Roman, one of the (laughs) shop owners. Any of the ones that you have seen that are memorable, Roman is behind like. (laughs) Uh, like any of the van footage, the footage of like the car with like no roof, like, you know, f- you see Fisk with like pie in his face or shit, just like eh, like the the shoes like blowing up, like any of that shit. That's Roman. He is like the you call him the call him the kid. He is the, the he is the antics king. Is this him with the mask Roman on? right there yeah. with the with the <laughs> with the soccer mask on? Yep. Fantastic. Expedition yeah. one. Zip he up. is he is like the quiet and like. You know, Artie's like the character and Roman is like the quiet, like seems like, you know, more like just like normal, normal guy. There's Roman right there. But he is like the he is the mastermind behind the antics for sure. I love that. Yeah. Why did they do this to the car? Um, Because they were going to try to. That's Roman's dad right there. Because, dude, because they wanted they were going to try to drive the car under an 18 wheeler on the highway. Uh, under under an unsuspected 18 wheeler that's what they wanted to do for the video with it so that's why they cut the 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 fucking whole top off but then they realized that it was like the sketchiest fucking thing ever 
Wow. And, and then they realized it just then. Yeah, well, they're like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to work. That, yeah, this room Glyphberg. <laughs> love that room Glyphberg clip. Yeah. Did this doctor say, hey, that you guys probably shouldn't do that? <laughs> is this guy a doctor? Does he have a stethoscope on? Who is Wait, this? Dude? What, the, the dude right you know, oh, no, before no, 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 no. Rune. This guy. No, the, no, no, that that's that's this dude, uh, Alex Glasses. Um, his name is <laughs> Alex. Call him Glasses because he had glasses on. But uh, he's actually he's a photographer. He actually had uh, he did he had a bunch oh. of shit in like uh, Thrasher and shit. Um, I can't I just can't remember his last name at this point. But he's one of the yeah he's one of the one of the OGs photographer. I think he says oh wow. I think that's what he says. Yeah, there. yeah, that's what he says. Oh wow. That's interesting. Alex yeah, no, glasses. he's cool. That's some good, good trivia. Yeah. Whose shoe is this? Roman's? Uh, no, that was definitely not Roman's shoe. I think that might have been that might have been Fisk or Vey's shoe. That was definitely someone's shoe who was not excited that their that uh, explosives were being lit off in there. <laughs> Brand new Lakai. Brand new, probably stinky Lakai though. That's Craig Smooth right there. Yeah. That's, that's some little deal? kid. Oh, I haven't seen that dude in like a decade, but that's he was uh, he was DJing. That is a sick Baker shirt. Yeah. I think what he moved to LA and was DJing. I think that's like the three, the monkeys, the hear no evil, see no evil, do like speak no evil, the, the three monkeys oh, graphic, you know? Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah there's a lot here. Perfect. This. After, sorry, go ahead, Allie. Oh, I was gonna say this clip of the kid dropping a skateboard gives me like I just dropped my ice cream vibes. It's funny because <laughs> that's just like kid just, wonder. Just I think I'm just like completely giving up. I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's giving up though. I think he's just like kind of bored and maybe watching someone else and doesn't know quite what to do with his board yet. That ledge is a little tall for him. Yeah, <laughs> you will see a nolly no slide. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good end credits. Good last clip to have it on too. Just beautiful last clip at the Charles yeah. River. Going with the breeze. Charles River. And then, 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 do dee down down by the water. I like the clip they ended the the official part of the video on too. They they ended it right when he pushed off. Oh yeah, that. yeah. That, that he lands yeah. the tray flip and then he pushes and it cuts like yeah. right when he pushes. No. Everyone yeah, loves that. It makes it's you great. want more, and then it gives you the the credits, and then it rolls into the extras. Hey, I, I will say for someone who's never watched a skate video before, you're noticing some really key things here. That, that's a huge one. Yeah, yeah. That that is like an iconic moment, like that that push. Yeah. People do remember that push because that is a very interesting edit. I mean, you could cut it because, like, what it's the like, video? He just kept, he just kept going. Yeah. Where does he go next? Because that but would... it really does. It does. It just makes you want more every time. Yeah. Yeah. Given that it cuts out seven minutes and fifteen seconds or so, that's like that's a full video, pretty much. Is that seventeen? And then if you stick around for the, bonus, yeah, really, that's yeah. where it adds up. But really, the first seventeen, that's classic. Oh, that's who's mentioned here. Alex Glasses Gagne. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Gagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Jim Gagne. I mean, no, Alex and Jim are not the same person. Okay. Could uh, you imagine, though? Yeah. You could. I can imagine, and I do frequently. Southie thinks Brady Bulger. Yep. Yeah, I had fun pausing this and trying to trying to read all the fun 
ones that were included like one yeah. person thanked the pavement i think that was a good one <laughs> yeah that was that was fisk yep yeah i think we're fit fit uh tweak browser thanked in the dvd credits but not the vhs credits no way yeah <laughs> yeah who's threw you in uh, i think we're in fisk's in the dvd one. Oh, like how ryan gallant thanks kane gale mm. i think you guys are talking about southie's grandma she's also mentioned in his yeah his. first one yeah papa luigi <laughs> yeah southie's got the most interesting ones i think like because i don't know any of the people but i'm like buzzy's roast beef is that a place or is that buzzy like family member buzzy and just the roast beef i think buzzy's roast beef is a, a reference to billy's roast beef i don't know why he's calling it buzzy's but probably some joke that one person made at one point <laughs> one time um but there's a lot of good roast beef places out here, uh, North Shore, Boston. It's a lot of good roast beef sandwiches. It's a big thing. They don't really exist other places the way that they're made here. So that's why he's probably given a, a little uh, yell exit to those. Got it. Are these nicknames for these people? It's kind of going off of the nickname talk we had earlier. Canada yeah. Redneck I mean, I'll them. say, I mean, the bird is Fisk. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah uh crazy joey is crazy joey um i mean everyone i mean dude everyone has nicknames you know it's like that's that's the problem with like skating is like you know people be like oh you skate it's like yeah it's like oh my brother-in-law skates like he's from here it's like oh cool it's like do do you know this guy you know fucking like you know it'll be like anthony uh like charles lee i'm trying to think of a real name i'm having a hard time charles lee doesn't sound like a real name his name's anthony charles lee i'm like no i don't know an anthony charles lee he's like oh some people call him spaghetti pubes i'm like oh, of course i know spaghetti pubes. Oh, spaghetti i've pubes, known spaghetti yeah. pubes since i was 13 you know and it's like everyone has weird names um so it's difficult to you know it's difficult when you know someone for like 20 years and then you find out they have a a real different name <laughs> yeah so that takes us to the end of the video. We'll now hit the awards. I think we forgot to do this in the rock audio one, uh, but I remember it now. So here Good we video. go. <laughs> Good video. Yeah. Brian. I forget the order of all of these two. Shit. <laughs> it's been so long. Some are really yeah, fucked that's, up. That's our three momentum. episodes in a row forgetting the order. Yeah, it's fine. Brian, who do you think won the video? Uh, it's it's PJ obviously. I mean, what? No, no, no. Uh, no obviously, yeah. <laughs> I, I was hoping that someone would have a different answer, but I, I'd be I'd be lying if I said anything else. Okay, Allie, who do you think won the video? Won the video? Won the video? I have to agree. I is he my favorite out of the video? No, but I definitely think he had the the coolest tricks and the longest segment. And yeah yeah one you know winner doesn't have to be the favorite that's sorry that's it did you have a favorite though yeah i'm i'm kind of kind of caught i think i think i like southie the most but also i'm kind of pulling for alexis because she's got that uh woman rep in there yeah olympic athlete mm -hmm. alexis okay tom who do you think won the video you've seen these people in person maybe maybe you've skated with them who do you think won? I mean, 
obviously PJ won the video. It is PJ Ladd's wonderful, horrible life. Now, that being said, I think everyone did a winner's job with their parts. Uh, <laughs> and I will say I will say Gallant especially is a very, very close runner up because mm. this Gallant part, if that PJ part wasn't there, this Gallant part would have blown people's minds off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. That is just when you're put next to something like PJ. How, you know, how could people not pay attention to that? But, yeah. you know, obviously, you know, Glant did well, too. Uh, visits doing well. Everyone loves the dude because he's fucking cool as shit. Um, but yeah, I think honestly, PJ won. I'm going to ditto that. I think PJ has a almost now nah, he does have some Californias. Now he, he has some Florida stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of it's in Boston. And I think that uh, I don't know if this part really was like a big representative. Like, I don't know the full Boston skate history, but whenever I think of Boston skating, I always think of the PJ video in this part in particular. So I'm going to go ahead and say that PJ won. And plus, whoever was filming this, this guy in particular with the straw. That's Dave Corden. Yeah, that's Dave. Okay. Now that's Dave. If we never see him otherwise. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's, yeah, he did all this. Yeah. Even the filmer has funny instances too that make the part enjoyable and funny to a degree, even well, though the skating's really well done and that flat ground's incredible. Plus the sandal on the uh, gap to front lip is great. Oh, yeah. The little toe wiggle. <laughs> yeah. And he skates at Tony Hawk level. Yeah. With Skater Island. So that's, that's true. what's up. Do love Skater Island? Best level, maybe. Boston has a pretty good Tony Hawk level, though. It's yeah, fun. that's all right. It doesn't it's look okay. like I like I can't find my find my way around it. All though, it does not like <laughs> seem like Boston whatsoever. <laughs> it is so fucked. Phillies is pretty accurate. Yeah, that's what I assume. FDR being across the street from Love Park. I was confused. Oh. I was like, last time I was there, there were more cheesesteaks just rolling around on mm. the ground. Ryan, who do you think lost the video? Uh, I got to give it to those uh, those cops in the credits. That's giving them quite a bit of respect. Say they're all cops. Anyone in particular? Uh, the one getting his greasy fingers all over the fisheye lens. Oh, uh, yeah. Those guys seemed like real fucking assholes. <laughs> Um, yeah, good. Clip, that story though. that I mean, that that was also like at, that. That one is like, you know, you hear the guy being like, could you please not put your fingers all over the lens? Like that's that's Roman. That's another thing. It's like you don't like you don't really need to say that. But like, he's the kind of dude that's like would like, you know, he's going to go just as hard at, at them as they are on us. Just like <laughs> in every way he can. And he's so good at fucking mischief. It's fantastic. I like it's that. great. Allie, who do you think lost the video? Oh, well, I don't have a real answer except that uh, that iron that he ironed the pizza with, because that's got to be hell to clean up after. Got to wait for it to simmer down and then use. Yeah, it exactly. I saw that and I was like, damn. I wonder if that works though. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I have enough uh, technical skills to be able to say one way who who lost the video. Hmm. I'm gonna abstain on that one. Okay. Fair enough. Tom, who do you think lost? 
now this might be that this might be a bit of a you know people might think this is a crazy idea but i feel like pj is the loser in this video as well and now hear me out he set such a high standard all right and this happens with a lot of artists the first time they have their their first album or their first sketch series or their first their first exposure where it's like great i've been working on this for all these years i have all this shit and then they pour it all out everyone fucking loves it and then they have this suddenly they have this expectation they have to meet and they uh you know can't do it or don't want to do it so i think the ultimate loser from this would be pj because despite the fact that he got on flip after this and then he was on plan b like he had that one flip part with no, that they didn't even edit to a song they're just like well, you guys here's an idea you guys edit it you know um and i don't know i feel they feel like like it at this point when this part see, came out you would assume that pj would still be like a staple figure right now you know what i mean i mean obviously he's a legend and everyone has like incredible respect for him and he still skates extremely well but you definitely expected more from him career-wise, you know? Yeah. But I think that's one of those things. It's like when it comes down to it, it's like, this is what I wanted, but this is not what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get that. I mean, for your first part to go that hard, how do you want up it? Luckily, this wasn't an Instagram type of uh, era. Right. I think if this part came out and this was like the beginning intro part, like I don't know how you can really one up it. Or maybe you could. I don't know. You could always milk Instagram, but yeah. you know something about the time in this part just worked well. And who knows? I don't know. I mean, it was the perfect time for skate videos too. You oh know yeah. What I mean? It's like you know we've got it. People got it down to pretty much a, a science there. You know. And oh, Ronald McDonald. Ah, yes. <laughs> ah, Ronald. I love that. Ronald's Good a cool movie. guy. He's not yeah. a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of lot thinking people thinking a lot of movies in these, you know. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Mr. Rags lost the video. Dude, Mr. Rags definitely lost. They didn't realize it for several months, but they lost at least like 3150 on that think complete that Roman focused <laughs> with presumably like destructo trucks on it or something. Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. Um, Brian, what's age the best and the worst? We'll knock out two of these at once. Oh, best and the worst. Uh best uh tattered up black excels. Worst. Uh, shoving Fisk into a cash register. <laughs> that that bullying shit would, would so not fly now. Yeah. In this climate. Okay. Allie, what do you think? What's aged the best? What's aged the worst? Um, I would say both in, in how the video is made. So man i think it's a perfect like photojournalist piece of skate history 
so I think it's really cool that they included all these elements of like behind the scenes and like here's my you know shoe that's falling apart and here's us hanging out around town um, but also the editing is it's so 2000s and I I hate it <laughs> the flames and the the spinning names and all that I just I want to throw it away <laughs> Okay. But I, I also do a lot of photography and from like a photojournalist perspective, like this really hits everything as far as personality, like the actual actions of skateboarding, like the environment. It's pretty yeah. cool. The flames are very 2000s. Yeah, I got to say, I got to point point out, though, and it's at this point, this opening graphics sequence is not something that like that is something that you could just auto generate in iMovie right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like oh, that's yeah. something that you just click through iMovie and be like, oh yeah, let's use this fucking dumb shit. But like at that point, like you actually had to have someone do that. You know what I mean? So not to not to say that not to say that it makes it any cooler, but it's like not. Well, I think the question was not was it cool at the time? It was has it aged poorly? Oh yeah, and I'm not saying whether or not it was cool at the time. I'm just saying just a just as a you know point of reference that it, it it was it definitely doesn't age great the the uh this little thing but it was you know it's it, that is something that like like i bet if you went into iMovie right now there would be something that looked pretty much just like that that you could do as like an auto filter you know what i mean yeah and uh it's definitely i feel like that's like the vibe it gives off and that's not the vibe it gave off at the same time Tom, what's aged the best? What's aged the worst? Uh, those green trucks are still looking good. Um, and I will say Fisk's uh, cargo pants and bucket hat with uh, the Osiris oh, shirt has probably aged the worst. <laughs> Although I see a lot of people wearing that same getup these days. So, Yeah. Was he flowed for them? No, I don't think he was ever getting stuff from Osiris. I mean, he used to get stuff from America, like during uh, when he was getting stuff from Antihero. So he bought an Osiris shirt. That's interesting. I didn't say that. <laughs> Roman Roman would 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 give the, the dudes on the team would come into the shop and Roman would just give them like product. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, which is cool. Like. You know, just yeah. be like, oh, yeah, you got, want some pants here? Three pairs of Maddox pants. It's like, I don't want Maddox pants. It's like, take the damn pants. <laughs> they come with this bucket hat. But they got the shoelace already in the belt buckle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. The East Coast skating is always going to age the best for me. I like how they have skate park clips uh, kind of sprinkled in. Not that it's like a full session, but mm. just to see random skate park clips is Reminds me of the East Coast and then that, the way that the spots look. A lot of PJ's part, aquarium. I mean, just looks like a solid East Coast spot right on the water. It's great. Um, what's age? It's a worst? classic. Yeah. What's age the worst? Probably Jeremy Rogers. I mean, dude, honestly, anytime yeah. I, w I watch a video from early 2000s, what ages the worst is anytime I hear people like talk and say anything you know it's like you know in the dvd version like in fisk's intro he's he's like like uh i don't know he finds like they find like in the grill of the car it's like oh it's a b and a bat it's two b's which that's one of my favorite quotes i still quote it every day yeah. i love it um 
but at, at one point he's like, oh, let's let's get rid of this. You know, let's do something with this. And he's like, nah, that's gay. He's like, let's do this. He's like, what the hell? That's gay. It's like anytime you watch shit this old, it's like, man, people are fucking dumb. Yeah. Just saying people say dumb, offensive shit all the time. Like any of the any of the like videos from early 2000s or earlier, you know, but right. especially early 2000s when there's like a lot of like personality footage and shit. And it's just like a lot of like kind of aggro, like teenagers saying yeah, dumb shit that they dicey. don't know. Yeah. So I'd say that age is the the worst out of any, but that's for any video, really. Sure. I think not that skate videos are now perfect, but they've come a long way and there's still room for them to do better. I'm oh, sure. there's there's way room for them Skating to do as better. A whole. Yeah, absolutely. Do better. Yeah. Um, but it's good that it's become more... Uh, more accommodating, more open. I mean, we're yeah. in the Olympics, so that's something to celebrate, right? I guess. Skateboarders getting money and medals. That's cool. I that's thought it was I thought it was cool that all the all the 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 uh the the girls that won the the street course were all like under fifteen. They were thirteen. Yeah, where there was like I think there was like like the oldest was maybe like the like the third place was maybe like fifteen years old, but they were like two 13 year olds and like they're all mad young. It's fucking crazy. So good. Yeah. That's cool. Dude, Fist's looking good there. It doesn't look anything like him. Yeah. Fist, yeah. Now, Fist, you see, he had a really good head of hair, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, that outfit aged the best. That outfit aged the best, yeah. And, oh, man, I do like that bottling. (laughs) That is a good bottling. Was that sugar glass or was that real? No, it was sugar glass. All right. You were completely, completely accurate. That, That is in L.A., yeah. Is that a Matt Mumford poster in the back? Uh, I think that is it? a I think that is a Mumford down El Toro. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Damn, that's, that's awesome. That is funny. I love that. And then there isn't there somebody in the fridge too? Yeah, um, that was I think that was Leary. Oh, was that Leary? Or was that Vip? But yeah, someone was in the fridge, like covered in <laughs> yeah, like covered in like fake blood. And there's an apple. Yeah, we just didn't get to that bit of the clip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some oh man, we have some good they they were the kings of kings of antics. I think in the uh in Boston Massacre, which obviously I'm sure you guys will do at some point, maybe not, but that's that's a long one. But uh, you know, there's a clip from probably a little bit before like, you know, probably pre PJ video time, probably around like two thousand one. And it was like I forget what contest it was, but uh fucking god damn it who was who was it fucking uh they just like uh leary our our friend brian leary who used to ride for coliseum um and used to work there good homie um he was out skating on the street course and dave corden just runs up to him with one of those uh glass bottles those fake glass bottles and fucking mm-hmm. and smashes them over the head in the middle of the street course in front of like hundreds of people and then just fucking books it and runs out of the place and the the footage i mean it's in it's in massacre you'll notice the next time you're watching it like harold hunter comes over and like helps brian up off the floor and brian's like what happened and he's like man you just got bottled and they're like helping him off and he's like looking all dazed and stuff and you see me like looks over and like sees the camera filming him and like you can see like a smirk on his face, but he like covers it. Like it was very, it is ridiculous to watch it. And like, 
like you know 10 years later and be like holy shit <laughs> yeah i'll have to pull that out um let's get to the last award which we dodged last time but who cares brian out of eight hardware pieces how does the pj lad video rank for you eight being the best makes you want to go skate and whatnot one being you want to go do something else where does it range uh i'm giving this one a seven um to tom's point earlier i i love when a video ends and then has a whole video to keep going um i I could turn the video off right after pj's part go skate and be happy or i can sit around for twice as long and enjoy every minute of it okay seven for you Allie. what about you sorry what was the question again out of eight hardware pieces, where does the video rank for you? Hardware pieces. <laughs> um, eight being I, the best, one being not very great. I mean, I have nothing to compare it to, right? It's my first skate video. So I guess, you know, I guess like eight for making me want to go practice skateboarding because I've never done that. But um, but yeah, I think I think it was a good intro. Okay. Got it. Tom, what you thinking? Has it aged well for you? I'm sure you've seen it X number of times. I've definitely seen it X number of times. Um, I mean, it, it has aged well. I'm, I'm obviously very biased. I mean, the watching <laughs> this video for me is very nostalgic, you know? And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to give it eight hardware pieces. Again, saying I am biased. Now, if I were not biased, I'd still probably give it a solid seven, maybe seven and a half. Uh, but just the the skating and the music and the nostalgia factor really kick in for me. Uh, and I can't stress enough how biased I am because I'm very biased about this. <laughs> but like, uh, call like the like Coliseum, like I like have I like have like Coliseum to thank for like pretty much everything that I like in my life. You know what I mean? All of my friends that I like still am friends with, like my best friends are all from Coliseum, you know, like it's been, it was a lot more than just uh, a skate shop for me. So this is, um, you know, a lot more than just a skate video. So it's, it's almost like watching a like a, a a home video tape that also happens to be one of like the best skate videos of all time. So it's a weird weird thing to actually gauge. So I'm gonna give it ten out of eight. <laughs> okay, two extra hardware pieces. Two extra hardware pieces for my two hearts. Got it. For the Tweak Brothers. Yep. 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 Got it. What about you? Where does it fall for you? I'm gonna give it an eight. Minus that uh, Jeremy Rogers nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much a perfect video for me. I mean, it really is. I mean, again, I'm very biased, but it's a fucking great video. Music's all good. You don't mind if the music gets stuck in your head? Oh, absolutely not. The tricks are good. The uh, personalities are relatable. Just reminds you of a good time in skating before becoming an adult. I would say it ages a lot better than uh, a lot of videos from that time period. Oh, yeah. You know, especially like music wise, like they really nailed it with the music. Like, I mean, again, like I'm a huge Britpop like guy anyhow. Um, 
but like you know you watch a lot of shit from then and it is fucking difficult to get through tom you want to plug your socials your podcast anything else i'll, I'll plug uh you know fancy that podcast exists that's a that's a podcast that I do with uh big from fancy lad but mainly i've just fan like uh plug fancy lad skateboarding you know fancy lad skateboards.com yeah but mainly just you know just skating in general or uh you know doing whatever makes you happy in a some sort of creative outlet you know if you're interested in looking at pictures of my cat or other cats that I take pictures of, you could always follow me on Instagram at, at Tom Tweak, but I don't know why you'd want to see that. <laughs> Brian, Allie, do you want to drop your handles? Uh, no, I, I want to give another shout out to Fancy Lad. Uh, shout out to Justice. Shout out to Ariana. Oh, you got your Chicago homies. Mad love for uh, Justice and Ariana. Ariana fucking rips. Oh, yeah. She's so good. Allie, drop your handle so we can finish this up. Oh, I'm on private Instagram, but I'll grab, I'll grab yours after. Okay. Uh, of course, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at All My Skate Videos. You probably listen to this on Apple Podcasts, but we're also on Spotify. Of course, leave us a five-star review. Leave us a nice little comment, too. Tell us about um, tell us about your grandmother in the comments. That'll really make us happy. Again, we're proudly supported by Plants on Fire, Spectrum Skateboard Company, and The Secret Tape. We'll talk soon. Good luck and goodbye. <laughs>